What's going on, everybody? Hope you all had a great Thanksgiving. On tap today is an absolute treat. We have a returning guest and friend of the show, Juan Damaris, a.k.a. Primo. And he takes a break from ruffling people's feathers to come onto the podcast. And we kind of break down the world at large. We talk about the f- of 2020, politics, military, law enforcement, uh, social issues. And also we get into fallen Vallejo officer Capu's organization, how his family's raising money for kids in athletics. So go ahead and look into that. And I think it's a pretty good pod. It's a humble two hours, and I think it's worth taking a break out of your day, listening to it, getting some insight, and yeah, go off, get the hell out of here, and enjoy it. Look, cheers. Number one. Little top bottom action. Ooh. Boom. Ooh. Thank you. Wow. Oh, dude, it's good to be back. Good to have you on again. It's good to be back God. on. Damn it, Juan. Uh, we've done this once before. We're in Vacaville, but now we're in your, your favorite barbershop spot. Uh, it's the OG. The OG. The OG spot. The Primero Primos. Primo. Primo. I f- love it. Um, this is uh, actually, this side used to be the tattoo side, but our tattoo side has grown so big that we moved... We flip-flop sides, so we have a, do the old switcheroo. The three over there, and just solo me over here. They're busy over there. They're busy, man. I love it. We're chatting right now. A lot of ink, a lot of art going around out there. I love it. So a lot of lot of gone down since last we've been on. You want to bring us up to date on everything going on, Primos, your life, just what's been going down? We were together talking. We were just it was I just started my whole I'm saying open stance. And I continued on for all the months. Um, the funny thing is that as soon as we were legally allowed to be open after the second round of shutdowns, that's when the state hit me with a um, with a adverse action hearing request. So we went before a state judge, dealt with that whole thing, mm-hmm. and they came back with a ruling two days before Governor Newsom's ruling, which was you know positive, could have been a positive thing, but they beat they beat it to the um, punch. So he could have overruled it and said, hey, you know, well, I deem no, his action constitutional. Right. So his actions were deemed unconstitutional. He was, right. An injunction was put on him. And since then, he's tried to appeal that injunction and still on him. So now he has, like, no more avenues. So I guess now he just gets to go to the French Laundry. Is his, is his business a, license going to get suspended? I don't think so. No. I think he gets to go out to restaurants with friends and have Thanksgiving dinner and do whatever he wants. But, you know, us slowly. Us peasants. Us peasants. We don't get to play by the same rules. Yeah, Yep, so so I got suspended. My establishment in Vacaville got suspended. Um, so we're working on um, remediating that. Mm-hmm. Uh, my brother, um, he's probably going to buy the shop from me. Okay. Um, so. But it's going to stay Primo's. It's going to stay, stay own Primo's. same it's same gonna flavor. Be, it's going to be everything. It's just going to be my brother Joe. Gotcha. My brother Joe's pretty like-minded. He's a uh, really good da- guy. He actually is running for um, the special election in Vacaville. He'll be running for the District 2 seat. No sh- yeah. All right. Very not good. Not fully announced, but um, as soon as the paperwork's are allowed. Here it is. There we go. Now it's not. <laughs> so, Joe, uh, just start your campaign. Sorry. There we go. <laughs> How good of a barber is he, though? Not he's not a barber. Ever. He's just an owner. No? He, he's been a silent partner these last four years. Oh, cool. So, just an investor of sorts. Um, he's always been my confidant, my big brother. He's also a fellow Marine law enforcement officer. Um, he was a federal agent for a while. Wow. 
went really high up into the, uh, the federal agent world. And then he just recently uh, got a job in the private sector. So he's doing real well. But so he's going to be coming out of the silent partner um, position and taking a more active role um, as, as a small business owner, just like me. So he knows some people that know some people. That oh, could, that like, guy, he's got strings to pull this guy, this, well, this Joe. I'm not sure he's going to pull any strings for me, but he knows some people. I'll, just in case. I'll say that. Yeah. Very good. So, well, it's, it's good to know, it's to good have to him on your yeah. side. And to have like your older brother backing, a lot of times you know, people would... Like working with family is a little difficult, but right, right. with it, like you guys find a good flow of just this is oh, your lane, that's his lane. It's extremely, um, it's it's w- without a hitch. Mm-hmm. You know, this guy's, like I said, we've been best friends for years. You know, we're very like minded. He's a Democrat, I'm a Republican. That's about the biggest split we have. But he's a moderate, um, he's a moderate uh, Democrat, and I'm a moderate Republican when it comes to some things. And so we, we, end up uh, meeting somewhere in the middle. And, but as far as business goes, he's just been a silent partner and he really truly was just that. He was a silent partner. I would seek out some advice from him and he would give to me, but he let me run the business the way I wanted nice. to run it. And That's awesome. So, so it, it was nice. It was, a, it was a good trade-off. And it's not like you're selling out to some corporation. It's not like it's going to be something right. like Primo's is going to change its names right, or right. anything like and, that. And, you know, at some point in time, you know, these shops are still going to my children. I built them for them, and, mm. and he'll sell them to my children, you know, just like I want him to. Um, so it just it's an all-around good thing. I like that. Keeping the family. Uh, I like that. You know, you said he. Uh, you guys have different political views, but at the same time, you guys are like you said, best friends. So you guys can have a well, conversation you know, that's without that's like that's gutting each other. That's the sad thing about this this state of affairs right now is like there's no more moderation. There's no more bipartisanship. There's no more like being able to have a barbecue with a guy who's a Republican if you're a Democrat. Actually, there's no more. If you're not all the way to the left, there's no more liking regular Democrats either. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So the division is, the line's been drawn in the sand. The division's getting deeper and deeper. I, I think our nation's at a, at a tipping point for sure. It sucks. It sucks to see that there's not, because I, I try to stay like on the fence, stay open-minded. Okay, this this side makes sense. All right, I can adhere that and see if it, if it rings true to me. But if you think one way, I think the media also does... Uh, great job at divide, like drawing that line in the sand because right. I'm willing to believe right. a lot of people aren't willing to come to blows over politics and then can agree yeah we got difference of opinions but we don't need to fight each other over we don't need to hate each other well um, like I was saying uh, we're at a tipping point in this country I don't think we've been this divided since the Civil War and the problem with the division now is that the Civil War had a there was a pretty consistent line like hey if you're down south you're a confederate mm-hmm. if you're up north part of the union and we're just going to go at it. Yeah, now, obviously, there were some brothers that were fighting brothers, and there's families fighting families and stuff, but um, there's no more clear lines in, in America. We're all mixed. It's, uh, you know? oh, for sure mixed. A lot more, like, diversity in cultures and whatnot. Right, right. But I feel like racism, it's tossed around so easily now, like the word oh. hate. It's like, back then, it's like, it's Southerners, you have slaves, that's, that's what it is. But nowadays, anybody can concoct any story to label you a racist for XYZ reasons. I mean, when they're labeling me a racist, I mean... Things, you have white in your beard. You're yeah, sick of me. I do that's, have white in my that's beard. pretty uh, But you know, like, I'm a conservative Latino, so I have to be racist, right? Mm. Uh, you know, I've, I've... You know, and that's the sad thing about this country, too, is we have less and less veterans. So we have less and less people that have served with all other types of people. Mm-hmm. You know, you can't even stay... Ra- if you're in the military, there's, there's no way to stay racist. You're... You're bunking with a, a brother. You're bunking with an Asian dude. You're bunking with a white dude. Everybody. And you know we're all we're all family. And I feel like 
The only thing that could possibly, I see, could get us back on track is everyone has to serve. Everyone's the same. You know, and the military is a great avenue, but I don't think this country is ever going to get to that point. Where do, you, do you think that, because, uh, see, I met a guy in college one time. He's from South Korea. There's mandatory military service, as like Israel. Do you think that would get people to lighten up a little bit? Because I feel like the military has a, such a laid-back sense of humor where you can make fun of yourself, and it's... Well, I think what it will do is, like, it'll help people remember that we're all on the same team. Very we're true. We're all Americans. We all love this country. We're all willing to sacrifice this for this country. Where, I mean, a perfect example, I have a great buddy. His name's Shane Roach. Um, it, uh, Shane Miller now, but great guy. Um, probably the funniest man I've ever met in my entire life. Um, lives down in LA, super liberal, super, you know, just berserk, uh, mm-hmm. you know, and I'm sure he thinks the same way about me. He's like, damn, I got this friend named Juan. He's like the most redneck Mexican I've ever met. In my <laughs> I was going to say, you know, but, but you're the most tan redneck I've ever go, seen. We can go at it. We can be disagree on everything, but I love him and mm-hmm. he loves me. We're brothers and I'll never, I'll never not love Shane. If, if Shane gets, gets into some Right now, I'll go down and I'll fight for him. Did you guys uh, serve together? Yeah, we were in the same unit together. Mm-hmm. But it's a perfect example. Like, just because we're Marines doesn't mean all Marines are to the left and all means are to the right. We're, there's this big melting pot, but we're all on the same. We're, there's the esprit of the Corps. There's um, there's the camaraderie ship that, that defies and and po- politics. Mm-hmm. So, and that's the thing is people make politics who they are instead of maybe just what they believe in. You know, like... It's just like being a law enforcement officer. If, if if you're Juan the cop, then you're doing it wrong. You know what I mean? But if you're Juan the husband, the father, the you know fishing hook collector, and oh yeah, and by the way, I'm I I'm a police officer. You know, then that's how you're gonna make it. You can't make you can't make who you like what you do as a, for a living or what you believe politically who you are. Mm-hmm. It's just something about you. I think that's. Um, big fallacy what's going on like it causes such the d- divide in the country is that's how people are only identifying themselves and they're not even digging deeper to think if this is truly identif- like this is what I identify with this is what the masses are believing I have no idea what, what to think about I'm just going to put my hat in this in this well, you, and you uh, have to, way of thinking you know like all those people out there that were you know like myself included that we made fun of like ah oh, these guys are Oh, conspiracy, okay, another conspiracy, you're okay, buddy. Mm-hmm. You know, like, you know, oh, yeah. But now all the stuff they've been saying is starting to ring true. All the things that they are they were talking about, all these, like, is the government um, not allowing our kids to go to school because they just want them to be dumber? They don't want to teach them the things that they need to learn to, to be independent? I mean, because it's not a, a health risk, right? We've all, we've come to the determination that, you know, 18-year-olds and below are not at risk for going to school. Mm-hmm. And... I'm sure if we found some teachers that really, you know, like for some reason couldn't go to school because they're in the elderly bracket or whatever, well, then we have to replace them. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like there's this thing called retirement, you know, like, um, or, you know, like, hey, let's Zoom the teacher in then. How about that? Zoom the teacher or some zoom kind of hiatus. We have like a teacher's aid of there of some sort to keep the peace and do like ensure these kids have the help and stuff they need. But, um, you know, like keeping these kids at home away from their friends away from society, away from learning. I mean, is it is it is there a bigger agenda going on? I man, who's the it, it looks like there's a lot of suspicion like suspicion. It doesn't smell right. There, there's a an old um, This election hasn't smelled right. This coronavirus lockdown hasn't smelled right. The new lockdown that took effect today doesn't feel right. I mean, look, listen, this is the crazy part. For 9 months 
barbers were considered non-essential, right? Mm-hmm. And how dare you stand up for your what you built? How dare you stand up for a craft that you love? How dare you stand up for the investment you made, right? You must hate everyone. You're a racist. You want my grandmother to die, right? Mm-hmm. But today when we close down, for whatever reason, barbers are now essential workers. Who made that decision? Who knows? Who, who's but, making these choices? But nine months ago, you couldn't get a tattoo when we were shut down. You couldn't get a haircut. But, but today, for some reason, on this new big wave of COVID, they've determined that. And they just, like, I, I, don't, I don't know what the purpose of it would be, but just how timely the announcement of a vaccine, possibly, right after right. the election announcement. There's so much, like you said, f- I don't know where it begins and ends. I, I'm not that well uh, yeah, researched. I don't, think, <laughs> I, I, don't only... think, I don't even think the people um, partaking in the f- know where it begins and ends. I think they're mm-hmm. just, everyone's just adding on and adding on, and <laughs> someone's getting paid. I mean, what? These big companies made $10 trillion in profit. Over mm-hmm. COVID, I'm sure Amazon That's killed crazy. it. Walmart, Costco, Target. I'm sure those companies killed it. Who's ever in charge of those companies getting a big bonus, mm-hmm. and they're doing extremely well. Uh, where the the small businesses, the, you know, these businesses that that give money to your sports teams or your little kids' sports teams. Eagle Drugs these, just went out of business. Eagle Drugs went out of business. You, you, there's no more Eagle Drugs on the winters, you know, baseball field. You know, like all these businesses that are really the true backbone of America them right they can close down they're getting wiped out and they're getting wiped out and no one gives a f- right but these other businesses are profiting so you can't sit here and tell me that there's nothing going on and that you were it's about safety it's it's never been about safety it's always been about compliance and it's a someone's someone's winning and someone's losing mm-hmm. and, I, and i can tell you that the small businesses are losing and nobody's getting checked they're like there's nobody there's no checks and balances it seems like yeah. and regardless i mean it's a worldwide pandemic. I can't believe that all world governments would get together to scheme and destroy every small business out there. But at the same time, just looking at what's going on, it's like, okay, where's the financial aid? You're just telling these people to close. Wait, 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 not, and then die. I'm not sure it's a big stretch to think that these world governments are, are getting together. I mean, they're looking for a new world order. It's it's coming. Um, I mean, I, I saw a video today of um, the mayor Littlefoot talking about the new world order. You know, like... The, the WHO, the, the um, United Nations, mm-hmm. they're, they've been, the, you know, they've been, Potatoes. and that's why they hate Trump, because Trump's calling them out, like, wait a minute, why should we believe the United Nations who we pay, you know, 98% of their money, and but everyone in the world gets a say, this is not, this is not right, mm-hmm. you know, like, same with our allied, you know, groups, like, you know, well, yeah, we've been their allies, but we're paying for these these trees and these packs, and we're, we're paying unfairly, uh, unfair amount. So, you know, we had a president who called the world out on this, and, and now he's the villain and he's the bad guy. You know, whether you b- agree with Trump or not, like, you know, the reason why we he was voted in, I, I strongly believe, was because he's not a politician, he's not a part of the of the system, and they hate him for it. Everyone he, hates him. He's for it. such a like a piece of shit human being that people couldn't see past that right. and say, all right. Let's maybe give him a chance or see what happens. I would ask anybody on the street protesting, like, what's one, maybe two good things he's done, possibly. And I think people only research facts that reaffirm how they think. Nothing to the contrary. Right. Nothing that would ever, because then you're gonna be upset. I mean, because, if we oh, want to talk wrong. about, like, let's talk about BLM for a second. Mm-hmm. No president ever has ever done so much for the black community. He's overhauled the Department of Justice. That's what. That's what. 
you know, Democrats have been crying about for since Joe Biden passed the, the crime bill, right? It was a terrible crime bill. How did, but what was he, the crime bill? I, I, I've done 90, zero research. I don't know anything. Joe Biden comes up with this crime bill, super racist bill, like, hey, if you smoke crack, you know, we're going to put you in, in prison for life, right? Mm-hmm. Super one way. I mean, they're definitely going out after certain communities, the Latino and the black communities, and he's calling them the jungle. He's calling them predators. He's calling them all the words that we hear Trump say. And oh my God, like I, so, but you know, you fast forward 20, almost 30 years later. Now he's like, how, you know, like, you know, yeah, I might've made a mistake, my bad, but who overturned that mistake? Obama didn't overturn that mistake. You know, the Bushes didn't overturn that mistake. Reagan didn't overturn that mistake. The only one who overturned that mistake was Donald Trump. Mm-hmm. He's funded colleges, black colleges, millions and millions of dollars, billions of dollars. He's done more for the black community than than anyone, any president I've ever seen. But And you can look it up on paper. You don't have to believe me. You can fact check it, right? Mm-hmm. But it doesn't matter because he's not a Democrat. That, then he he must hate black people. Right? That doesn't fit the narrative that he's doing. Well, and Joe Biden even said it himself. Like, hey, if you're... If you vote for Trump, you're not black. You're how not does black he? Person. So, how does he have the gall to say that? Or even he come? Did you want to vote for Biden after he played Despacito on his no, phone? Did that? that, that, that spirit your Latino fire hearing a white that kid sing? Me sway. Well, I mean, let's talk about Latinos. Let's talk about Florida. Florida's mm-hmm. full of Cubans, Venezuelans, you know, and those people have come from a socialist regime. They mm-hmm. see the writing on the on the wall. They they're like, hey, if America doesn't stop, we're gonna we're gonna, we might as well have not have fled. We could have just stayed where we were because this is what's going to happen. Again, I know a lot of this sounds like, oh my gosh, conspiracy, but... Some Alex Jones Yeah, get but, that guy but out here. we're getting to a, a certain point where, you know you know who the real conspiracy, conspiracy theorists people are? Hmm. They're the people that believe that the media has our best interests in mind and that are giving us fair and unbiased I saw your post today. Yeah, they're the, they're the ones who believe that politicians think that, hey, we're good to go, like they're out here to help us. Those are the real conspiracy theories because you got to be crazy to believe that. You know, you got to be crazy to not see or second guess like what they're saying yeah, or what the agenda or how right. it's framed. How about just question things. Question it at the very least, like like you said, fact check. But that takes effort. It takes time, and when it's easier to just hear somebody that says it eloquently in a way you can't. Okay, right. I just believe them. Right. Say like whatever. Like it's Black Lives Matter. Oh, I'll believe everything they have to say. Right. And where it's. I know, like that. The whole stance on like defunding the police—that really—that's very upsetting. Uh, sad, crime is just. Where the good guys are the bad guys, and the bad guys are the good guys. Well, it's, it's a confusing world we live in. You know, these same people screaming for defunding the police are the same people on caught on camera screaming for the cops when and when citizens that don't align with them stand up for themselves and fight back. Mm-hmm. They're the ones. Where are the cops? Where are the cops? How how dare you? You know, like. How dare you let these people They're working up, at McDonald's because like, they got defunded. They need another job. Right, right. Well, and there's no one who's going to want to be a cop after this. Fuck no. You, I mean, would you want your little boy or your little girl becoming a cop? Well, my best friend's uh, uh, he's SFPD, them. and I, I'm, I'm scared for him. He's a, he's a new dad. He's great person. One of my best friends. The only friends. thing being a law enforcement officer guarantees you is you're going to be fired, or you're going to be sued, or you're going to be filmed, and it's going to be misconstrued. And you're going to be guilty before you're proven innocent. Mm-hmm. That's the guarantee of being a, a law enforcement officer. Where's the incentive? Yeah, Where's your own the... departments. The departments don't have your back. They're going to sell you down the river because they want to ensure these great, good citizens of the city of Berkeley that hey, we do not tolerate, you know, bad cops. We don't tolerate racist cops. We don't tolerate 
white cops that have to go into black communities and serve the public after they've been called. We won't support that. You know, so yeah. it's like, well, you know, like, so you're you're basically taking anyone with who has any kind of intelligence. Most of the people who become law enforcement officers are, are legacy officers that their father and their grandfathers were cops, right? Mm -hmm. And their, their grandfathers and fathers are telling them, don't do it. Don't do it. Don't, don't be go. A, they're saying don't be a cop. You have veterans, right? Well, we don't want veterans to be cops because they're... They have PTSD issues, you know, they, they, but these are, the, so now the veterans are like, fine, we don't want to be cops either. You know, and then you have college age kids, right? That are graduated college. You just taught them all about life. And let's just be honest. You've taught them about your views on life. These professors are all one-sided, right? Mm -hmm. So which one of these college students is going to want to get out and, and help make a change on the law enforcement side? None of them. Cause they're all going to be somewhat intelligent kids that are like, wow. You know, like, I really don't want my livelihood taken. I don't want to go to prison for any amount of time. I don't want to be, even be in the area where another cop does something because I'm going to go to prison. Mm -hmm. You know, even if I snitch on him, I'm going to go to prison. You know, like, it's just, it's just, when it's I, a crazy, a I, crazy phenomenon. My buddy, and we're not feeling it yet, but. Oh, it's going to happen. Five years from now, we're going to feel it. I hope it alleviates a little bit or a little more, uh, say, compassion for cops and the impossible nature of their job. I, I, Talked to my buddy and like a handful of cops. It was for his birthday up in Clear Lake. Great time. Didn't feel in danger at all. He had uh, like 10 cops there. And I was talking to him because yeah, it was Clear Lake's a suspect area, bro. Clear Lake? Oh, yeah, man. <laughs> I mean, well, I mean, we, we put out the, the burning cross. You yeah, know, yeah, his team yeah. went, took off the robes. Like, we're good. That's like a suspect. We, uh, I was talking to him. I was like, how do you guys feel about the George Floyd thing? And they were pissed off. Like, this guy made us all look like shit. Now we're yeah. all paying for it. I we don't. We don't agree with that. I think that's in the cops the hate reaction that. To every every law enforcement officer who. I mean, look, even barbers, man. Like, there's got to be barbers that are murderers. There's got to be barbers that are rapists. Mm -hmm. There's got to be barbers that are child pornography people or, or molesters. Right. But so do we? Do we just say, hey, fuck barbers? All barbers are bad. And, you know. Why do you think that it's been it's getting so popular? Like, I I have an opinion on it, but why do you think it's so popular to just generalize this? All right, one person does something, say it's a cop, say it's uh, a rioter. We're automatically going to believe every Democrat's this crazy, bloodthirsty maniac that wants to burn down cities. Every Republican, anybody that has a blue line uh, a flag, okay, my, that might as well be a swastika. It's everybody, it's one right. person. If you are if you stand for a little bit of something, you're going to get labeled and tossed into well, this giant I, group. I can tell you exactly why. Because then it's easy. you and I get to virtue signal. Yeah. We, used to, we get to sit here behind our little iPhone 6 or 7 or if you're cool you got a 10 or 11 right I got the Ocho yeah yeah Ocho like there the SBN 8 so we gotta be virtue we gotta be we gotta make ourselves feel like hey we can signal oh my gosh how dare you not wear your mask in a public place you obviously don't care about my grandmother who lives in New Jersey and is 89 years old and has um, breast cancer you don't care about them you hate them. in fact you're a murderer Right? I sent her a letter the other day. I said, Die, bitch. I sneezed in the letter before yeah, I sent you. it. So, <laughs> nice. so, it's just, that it's just one. that, it's just that, it's so easy for everyone to feel some sort of, like they're, I mean, the virtual signaling is a real thing on mm -hmm. both sides, of the, on both sides. Absolutely. Of the right? I mean, and, and I do, I find myself wanting to bring awareness to like fallen officers. I want to bring myself bring awareness to like the fact that barbers are essential and that feeding our families is essential and that's not going to change. I also want to bring awareness to the fact that like we're not going to be muzzled. We're not going to be controlled. The government's overreached, right? Um, 
and that telling anyone that they're not essential or, or that feeding their family is not essential is crazy. It's just, it's mind boggling. And it's never ever been done in the history of our country before. We've never closed down our country for any pandemic. COVID-19 is not going away. In fact, it's going to mutate probably next year. Mm-hmm. And this vaccine that they've rushed to make is just going to have to get updated. And people swear that staying home and keeping a mask on, let's say we have a true, honest-to-goodness lockdown, like police state, military state, everyone's like in the house. Law. You come outside, you're going to get shot, kind of shut lockdown, right? Talking Russia. Right, right. They drop off supplies at a certain checkpoint. One family can come out at a time wearing the proper gear, oh, right? Like, let's say we really, really did it, like, for real, right? It's not going to stop COVID-19. It's no, not. And then they're gonna let's just pretend the government gives us back our rights that we just gave up, right? Let's pretend for a f- second that they're like, okay, it's been two weeks, guys. We told you two weeks. We're, we're men of our word. You know what I mean? Come mm-hmm. on out, right? Shed those masks. Get back to work. We want America to be great again. <laughs> blah blah blah. Right? So we all do it. Oh, so what? There's not gonna be COVID nineteen. It's always gonna be there. It's always gonna be there. It's, it's, it's gonna the be the flu. new. It's a new flu. It's, it's the new. Flu. It's well, I mean. <laughs> What, the flu's been eradicated apparently now. It has. Good right? for us. Yeah, there's no more flu. All right. Yeah, yeah. Hey, hey, yeah. There's no more flu. There's no more no more people dying from the regular flu. That's gone. We somehow COVID nineteen cured it. Right? But there's still COVID nineteen. So the two hundred thousand that died last year are different than the two hundred thousand that died this year. Right? And yeah, they were old last year too, but they're they're Someone's grandmother this year, it's, though. It's kind of squirrely. I mean, so all that, these statistics coming out, like, we have to fact check. It, it sucks, and it's it takes time, but to check every sort of, where is this coming from? Are these people really, do they get mauled by a shark or a bear, and then, oh, they got some well, COVID I, sprinkled on them? I've heard that, let's say you go to the hospital today, right? Mm-hmm. And you're, we test you, oh my gosh, you're admitted, you have COVID-19, you're in a bad state, right? And so I'm going to test you tomorrow, right? And so you're a stat for tomorrow. And then I'm going to test you for the next day. Oh, so you're another stat for the next day, right? They just added on? They added on. It's not like they're like, oh, this guy, but this guy was tested three weeks ago and he had it, so he's no longer allowed to be a stat because we've already got that number, mm-hmm. right? They're stacking numbers. I mean, and these four hospitals are probably going out of business if they don't, it's right? crazy they, how they, much they're They're getting paid by how many COVID cases they have, right? And since everyone's locked down, you can't go get tits put on or, you know, you can't go get your dick enlarged, then... They, I know they canceled they my appointment, money. dude. It sucked. I know. I know. So, um, so all these regular things, vasectomies, you know, eye surgeries—they're all postponed, right? So these hospitals are losing millions of dollars a day on that, right? So what can they do? They can cook the numbers they, a little they can bit. Cook the numbers, man, because that's how they're getting paid. Yeah. It's just like <laughs> it all kind of like falls in. It, it just seems like, fuck. What can we do about this? You, you know, know what like, we can do? We can be. We can be. We. As a, a species, you and I, we're men. And we can forget this whole emasculation and take charge of our lives, take charge of our family's lives, and be men. We can be men again. It's not a crime to be a man, but we've. This country hates men. This country hates masculinity. Oh, it's so toxic. Oh my God. Like, how dare you teach little Johnny? That he has to wear pants. And There's stuff. a clear line between misogyny and being overly masculine and, like, being who you are, which is may- maybe a little rough around the edges. It's right. it's okay to be who you are. I mean, like look at uh, I remember watching this kind of documentary in college. It's called Tough Guys. We're like, uh, we're little boys. We grew up with GI Joes, guns, explosions, Dragon Ball Z, just like kind of violent. Shit. 
Those grow up. Oh, it's like here. It's uh, you're gonna make make believe uh, like cooking on a stove or whatever. Like pretend that you're with this doll. Pretend, like be a mom earlier on. It's all kind of like subliminally stuffed in our mind of who we're supposed right. to be growing up. And now it's like oh, but they're gonna try to undo. Well, I mean, you have all of one it. side of the aisle saying, "Hey, I mean, Biden has said, hey, eight-year-olds should be able to to determine what sex they are." Right, so my little eight-year-old girl who thinks she's a cat yesterday decides she wants to be a boy. So let's just shave her head. Let's make sure she goes to the men's bathroom. Let's call her Billy, you know, mm-hmm. instead of Bernice, and do what I mean. And we're and everyone's bought hook, line, and sinker instead of being like, "Hey, kid, you're eight years old. Give it a little time. You'll figure it out." Our brains don't right? stop developing. No one like says there's, no one said there's anything wrong with these kids figuring things out, right? Mm-hmm. But let them figure it out, man. Like. We don't need to like shove anything down their their heads and make 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 them believe a whim of the day. You know what I mean? We can just let them be kids. Like, oh, little Johnny wants to be a cat today. Okay, it, that doesn't mean I I sew a tail onto him and you know do all kinds of crazy things. Kids like, are gonna we be just, weird. We just need to be. We just need the West needs to remember that we're men. We have these families to provide for and protect. You know, and you know the people who are missing the masculinity and the men. The most are, are good women. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm sure they're sick of raising their, their sons on their own. I'm sure they're sick of having to provide for um, with no help from fathers. You know, because these guys want to stick. I mean, there's guys that want to spend hours and hours devoted their time trying to find PS5. I haven't found one yet. God damn it. Than work and make a living. You know what I mean? There's so a we're criminalized for working and making a living. But if I sat at home, my mom used my mom's free Wi-Fi and found a PS5. I'm a hero. Even if you like, yeah, right. That, that's the new value of what yeah. you can bring in as a man. Even a, a guy rough around the edges, you know, you got calluses on your hands. But even like, say, a manly man, Juan, you could. It, there's a clear difference between being a man and then seeing a piece of shit abusing his wife or uh, being a clear like poison to society. Like uh, my ex's dad was in uh, Desert Storm, and in the Middle East, like <laughs> culture or over there where women are property. Like that's true. Well, that's a, their culture, but you, that is still it's so. Valid, look, people are forgetting that we're still in the greatest nation on earth. We are privileged and lucky to live in a society um, like America, man. Like, for for a moment, maybe even only a moment left, we're still free men and women. These mandates and these orders—they're getting contested, and they're going to win some, and we're going to lose some, right? But this might be in ten years from now, our kids might not get to do the same. My, our kids might not to be able to sit sit in their barbershop and say, F*** you, Governor Newsom, I'm not f***ing closing. What are you going to do about it? Mm-hmm. Right? Because then they might have some laws in place by then. They might, because this is just a, um, a dry warrant, if you will. If we let this happen, the the problem with giving up rights is it's once you give them up, they're almost impossible to get back. Mm-hmm. And that's what we're doing. We're giving up our rights. We're giving up our freedoms, and once we do that, there's no going back. Do you think that once COVID like subsides a bit and our kind of hysteria around it goes down and becomes kind of the norm, do you think once the rights start flooding, not flooding back, but our right to go out and say, go to Hoobies, go to a brewery, go walk around without a mask on, and like go to a sporting event, go to a concert without having to provide proof that you've been tested like negative or what have you, do you think that that will help out at all, or is this a downhill... Like I, spiral. I honestly don't think we're going to get those privileges back. It's going to be this kind of no, rigid. Away, man. I mean, look, the ch- we can't we can't go to church, mm-hmm. and sing. We can't 
go to school and learn. We can't go to our businesses and provide for our families. We can't go to concerts. There's no more sports. I mean, so what? We're, should we be thankful that we're allowed to watch it on TV? Should we be thanking our lucky stars that we live in a country? Well, okay, COVID's so scary, but thank God these politicians allow us to watch the NFL on TV as long as we just get to see the message they want us to see, you know. Mm-hmm. But if we comply, then we'll get privileges. Let's not mess that up. Do you see where how that sounds like? Like it's it's bog like oh maybe they'll let us go back to Hoobies and have a beer without a mask on. But what if they, I mean that sounds weird that we're even like asking permission for that kind of stuff. Please Governor Newsom allow mm. us to go to the French Laundry and have a birthday party <laughs> like you did, please sir. Like if he leads by example then what's going to stop people from just I, I kind of see like people and say law enforcement and the military if the government keeps on its its happy-go-lucky ways of taking away you know, like liberties, like how it's kind of like been laid out, what we're kind of seeing, I don't know. There's enough men and women that have enough like wherewithal to say F- that, like we're not going to let this happen. Right. Like, right. do you see? Do you see the military kind of like or police? I mean, uh, I, it like, sounds like a, a romantic thing. I, I hope. I I'm hope hopeless romantic. I hope. I hope. Uh, I hope it never gets to that point. I hope we can. I mean, that sounds great, man. Like. It would be nice to really believe that this is going to be over soon, right? And then we're going to go back to normal. But when you have people who run the WHO saying there's no such thing as new normal, well, there's not going to, we're never going to go back. Mm-hmm. When they're, they're saying that, when our government's saying that, when our our politicians are saying that, um, and when when they've already showed us how easy it was for them to take to take it and keep on taking it. Okay, so let's flatten the curve. Everyone, let's pitch in 15 days. It's April 1st. Come on, guys. We can all do this. You know, like, let's do it for, for mankind. We don't want to flood the poor Chinese and the Italians. They flooded their hospitals. We just need to flatten the curve. That way, we can, because COVID's a real thing, and, you know, people are going to go to the hospital. So, um, so let's let's just be reasonable and, and shut down for 15. Okay, mm-hmm. cool. Let's do that, right? Hey guys, that 15 days. 15 months later. It didn't work. Let's, let's do another couple weeks. Let's yeah. just see how it goes, right? Let's get on stead. What's going on? So, I want to. Oh, for sure. Yeah, you guys. I don't know. Uh, many of you know this OG spot is now a tattoo shop. We get Cole's. Oh, yeah, where am I at? Am I camera over here? Talk to everyone. What's going on? What's going on? We're just talking, you know, politics and and such. Right on, right on. So how's the the tattoo life going? Oh, on? it's it's going wonderful, wonderful. Shop's busy every single day, you know. Um, couldn't be happier. People are just glad to be open up again. Uh, yeah, just <laughs> wonderful. Just yeah. we're just so excited exactly. to finally be back to work. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> exactly. Get back to work. What's yep. going on, man? How's everything going though? Nothing, you know. We're talking to um, Keith Kurtz's brother here. What's up, everybody? Well, we're, on, we're on two different oh, this lines right here. This, this is recorded. Oh, that okay. one's recorded. That one's going to go on uh, his trial by Aaron. Got you, got you. Got any uh, questions for this tattoo guy right here? Good, dude. How many tattoos you got, baby? Man. I'm, 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 like, show, can you show that one? Right, right. Uh, I mean, I got my hand. I got both arms blasted. Is that a Seahawks tattoo? That is a Seahawks tattoo. Show him the one on your dick. Show him the one on your dick. You got to lose it. You got the zoom? 
They got like a, yeah, a panoramic zoom. How would you show them one of your penis? Ah, <laughs> right, it's a long one, man. You gotta have to stretch out. A, a fizz. Yeah, bro. <laughs> what, what were you gonna get on yours? Uh, one day, I'm um, when I'm when <laughs> I'm done running, right? When I'm done running for politics, I'm gonna go ahead and tattoo USMC on my dick. And then when I get hard, it's going to say United States Marine Corps. Naughty. <laughs> Man, I won't be the guy doing that, but maybe. Man, I got you, I got you. I already put that on the deposit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Right on. How long are you guys doing the podcast for? Dude, long as it takes. We got to go, we got to talk about these things nobody's talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah. I, I agree. I'm going to be watching the podcast after. I'm in the middle of the Here's, tattoo, here's though, one thing so. I want to ask, though, Cole, before yeah. you leave. Yep, yep. Flat Earth or round? Flat, baby. Oh, Hold the flat earth down. Here's a flat earth. Hundred percent. See, I'm, you could have a you could have a podcast Shame. with coleslaw. Oh, I don't think it's flat, but I think it's you know it's definitely we're not a floating ball going you know a million miles an hour through space. I don't believe that at all. This whatsoever. this would be so fun to dissect, Gertz. I love it. I don't know. Like we could get we go to again. We have like I have more than two microphones. We could definitely do like a round table. Yes, oh, a yeah. round table earth, or a flat table. table. Oh, I'd love a to flat do that. Table. You can get the flat one, we'll have a round one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 You bring in your notes, I bring in mine. Ooh. We'll, we'll back yeah. Cole's got some good videos, man. He's almost, he's almost convinced me. Dude, oh. the, the algorithm has no changed. Way. They they like, you can't even find the videos anymore, dude. It's hard. I'm telling it's you, censorship. Censorship's exactly, a real thing right now. Speech, dude. I mean, look at look at that Hunter Biden post, right? Oh. Um, that, that guy... Censored, Twitter censored it, they, they cut it they out. They came out and said, yeah, we censored it, and we're going to do it again. Like, f***ing Noel Jackson voice. You're goddamn right, I killed her, not do it again. If Samuel Jackson voiced a lot of the, like, oh this crazy, God. if he was the voice of the government, I would just comply. Like, I, yeah, I, I, I got you, I, yeah. I, I believe you. Hey, motherfucker, <laughs> get inside and wear a mask. Oh, shit. Yes, sir, Samuel. <laughs> I'm back to my All tattoo, right. bro. Get back to your work. Peace out, everybody. Flat Earth. You're fucking Get the around her. Yeah. Around her, baby. Flat Earth? What yeah. the fuck, dude? That's not like I. I'm telling you, you could spend a couple hours. Oh, talking about it's just about the 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 thousands of years of scientific research. I think warrant more than a couple of YouTube videos. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure yeah. they already disproved it. Like the flat earthers did it themselves on a Netflix documentary. Really? They like had a like a laser going outwards or whatever. And if it was if the Earth was really flat, they wouldn't be able to see a certain signal or what have you. But they proved that the earth is flat and then like wow. if like the flight patterns like why would we going around certain ways like if it was flat what like that you know if i'm gonna try to prove something i'm gonna test it before i throw it like hey let's do this laser beam thing right and then if, prove if it before wrong, you yeah i might want to try the laser beam thing before i go on tv and load the facts in your favor before yeah. you yeah, just yeah, out sure. there jesus but, christ that fucking <laughs> God bless him, though. No, he's a great artist. God bless him, dude. Just look Maybe at the you know these, body of work. these artists have to be a little bit, you know, unpredictable to be as good as they are. Mm -hmm. Like you know, the art artists have been artsy fartsy since day one, and so he's definitely an artist. He's a hell of a good artist. I mean, all my stuff is done by him. Mm -hmm. And uh, that's a cool relationship you have to have with the tattoo artist because that's part of him. Is now you and Keith, my true, old brother. True. It's like that is his art on you, and you're like trusting him. Hey make me more of me i guess right in right. a way i mean that, it's cool that's a pretty cool experience that you get to help someone express themselves exactly you know what i mean you can dabble into everyone's like family crest if you will or or what they believe to the core that they're willing to put on their on their body permanently you know what i mean like that's a podcast into itself like every like tattoo on there i like the like the oh, day of yeah. the dead face on there like the art is just yeah, the familia the primo's barbershop the yep. bullets 
the saints and angels because I was going to go to heaven. Mm-hmm. You, you, you were? Well, yeah, now I'm, I kind of wrote off sports for a minute until they get their act together. It's all good. Just like put like a temporary tattoo yeah, over it. Yeah, you know, the band-aids. Yeah, there you go. Um, so circling back, kind of like one of the questions I had, like you, you've put in your service not only in the military, but as a police officer, CHP, um, do you feel betrayed at all by what's gone down with you, like your business and just how? Because you've had a ton of support when you've gone out and you protested cutting hair in front of the Vacaville um, City Hall, but just the way things kind of shook out, do you feel like you were done wrong? Absolutely. I mean, you know, you serve your country, you serve your state, you serve your community, and then in that ser- in that service afterwards, because I mean, barbering is still a service, right? Mm-hmm. It's still something I love to do. It's a craft, but I but I serve a certain person or brand I, I want law enforcement military and fire to always feel welcome in, in my shops my shops um you know our walls are covered with their patches and their and their all of my marine corps stuff and I, I love i love law enforcement fire military you know i think you're especially badass if you're a marine <laughs> everyone else is just okay no i'm just kidding no i'm just kidding <laughs> even but the coast guard even the coast guard <laughs> let's you go know, like they're they're Actually, the Coast Guard has some really awesome missions. Their videos? Did you see they're, the one they jumped on the oh cartel my, submarine? submarine the yeah. boats and all that? That's what I'm saying. So if I could do it all over again, I might have joined the Coast Guard. Because they have day-to-day real-life missions every single day. Mm-hmm. Where the Marines, the Army, the Navy, um, the Air Force, we, we train and train and train. And maybe, if we're lucky, we get to, to utilize our training. At the end of the day, you guys are all, like, there's a realization you're all there for the same reason. Right. Like, you're on the same team. And at... Um, it's like there's an understanding. It's it's just hard for me to fathom how people can like badmouth say, uh, like first responders or or like military service men and women because you've agreed to put your life on the line. Like I'm willing to die right. for the people that are. There's so many have um, like today's the 17th of uh, November. I mm-hmm. want to talk about James Capu. That let's get into it. Yeah, let's James get into Capu it. was um, a Marine. Uh, married a beautiful woman named uh, Jennifer Capu. Um, they had three gorgeous daughters. Um, they all grew up in Vacaville area. Did you know him? I did. I did know James. Um, not very well because he was a Vallejo guy and I was CHP by the time. He was only CHP for about, about two years. Mm-hmm. But I did know him. I, I, I did some uh, training over in Vallejo. I, I, met, I ran into him a couple times. Um, a couple of my buddies were f- friends with him. Um, so, um, And then Vacaville, as you know, is cop land. I mean, every cop lives in Vacaville. Mm-hmm. No matter if they work in the Sacramento region or the Bay Area, they're all from. They're all in Vacaville. Vacaville is a huge cop community. Vacaville PD has been doing like a great job, though. From what I've heard, just keeping... I think they have. I think the Vacaville PD has done a, a real good job, uh, minus serving my shop with a, a cease and desist. Right. But minus that, I, they haven't done anything. They're well, okay. Well, let's talk about another thing. They, I got you. There was like I don't know, like fifty weapons stolen from a a shooting. Uh, a gun store one night. No shit. And they kind of dropped the ball on that, I would think. And you know, like, hey, if if the two places that are... There's two gun stores in Vacaville, so when everything's shut down and the National Guard's posted somewhere, you probably want to post an officer or two at both of those locations. Seems like that a... It just seems like deal. a legit, reasonable thing to do when people are riding and breaking... I mean, Best Buy was broken into like four hours before, so it's like... In the nutry? No, no, no. The All Best right. Buy in Fairfield. Oh, gotcha. All the videos and stuff. So that night was a crazy night, Rock. but some uh, some four or five robbers broke into the um, Alamo firing range, um, fish, fishing and whatever, ammo, guns and ammo. Yeah, yeah. I think it was called. Off the side of 80. Yeah, off the side of 80. Those 
they got away with like 50 weapons. I think they recovered like 37 or something. But That's so, not all like, of them. It's not all of them. It's like you think you'd put a little bit more, you know, thought process into the assets that are back will need to be secure. I mean, if you're going to put someone in the outlets where people can steal clothing, mm-hmm. you probably should put some in front of the... By the firearms. Firearms. And ammunition. Uh, ammunition place. Uh, uh, so, I mean, Vacville's... But for the most part, Vacville PD has done a great job. They're um, great officers. You're all young dudes, older dudes that are solid guys and girls that are just great... Uh, I couldn't... You couldn't live in a better community, a safer community. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, back to... Uh, back to Kapu. Kapu? Yeah, so Kapu... Um, he was going to a bank robbery in Vallejo. Middle of the day, like, actually, it was, like, morning-ish afternoon, I think, from what I remember. Anyways, uh, in pursuit, I guess he sees one of the cars fleeing. He he goes in pursuit by himself, you know, never wavered from from what he was called to do or, you know, wasn't a coward by any means. Um, really loved and respected a coach for the Vallejo uh, girls basketball brought them to the championships. I mean, he, this guy was something else. Like, his da- and daughters are all athletes, and um, you know, just a great member of the community. Actually, I think even um, him and his wife were going to adopt their friend's kids. I guess their friend and his wife um, got in a motorcycle fatality. Jesus so they're in the process of adopting those two kids. So this guy was just above and beyond a good dude. Not to mention a marine, a former CHP officer, and a cop. Goes and he jumps a fence and he, the guy's laying in wait. As soon as he jumps the fence, boom, shoots him. Bullet goes under his vest and unfortunately he passes away. But this guy gave everything. So you know, and that was um, nine years ago today. So we we'd be remiss not to mention uh, James Caput and all he uh, and all he sacrificed. Mm-hmm. Um, How old was he? Uh, you know, I, I would say he was in his mid forties. Yeah, young. I think he was like a couple of years from being able to retire, maybe like four or five years. Um, I don't know the specs that that well on him, mm-hmm. um, but he has. There was a so his family started a foundation called Charge On. Um, Primo's Barbershop has given to the um, foundation a great foundation. It donates four hundred ninety-seven, which is his badge number four ninety-seven, four hundred ninety-seven dollars to any athlete that needs it to go to like I don't know batting camp, um, jerseys for maybe. Anything that will they'll help Anything that will help youth sports. Yeah. And so his foundation um, is there. And so we, we've um, actually, um, a good buddy of mine is helping me uh, make police patches for our barbershop. So we're going to sell each one of those patches and then um, $10 from the from each patch is going to go towards that foundation. That's awesome. So we bought 300 patches. Hopefully we sell all 300 and we can give the foundation uh, around three thousand dollars worth of donations. When are they going to be uh, ready by? They should be ready in about a week. We announced it today just because they look uh, dope. Yeah, they, they're, they're, they're pretty sick. cool. Um, they have the you know the thin blue line, the thin red line. They have my badge number. When we established Primo's Barbershop and Eagle Glove and Anchor. Mm-hmm. So, like I said, uh, uh, Mr. Kapu um, and I were both Marines, both Highway Patrolmen, both law enforcement. So. It's just near and dear to my heart, and I think it's a great foundation. Youth sports has always been a near and dear to me, and so hopefully we can get these kids back out in the field and playing again. Yeah, you know, like that's just poor kids can't play games. And I don't know how I'd feel like because I was riding sports for the Winners Express. That's right. You were. Now there's 
There's nothing. Is there any more Wizards Express? Is that there the is. There absolutely. Is. Wow. Hell yeah. Every week, baby. Yeah. It's, we're, we're humming along. We got some good stuff coming yeah, out. Dude. Absolutely. I'm talking like a journalist extraordinaire. Uh, you know, just kind of a, got many hats. You know? Yeah. Like, yeah. I wanted to start doing a podcast for them too, but as really? soon as like, that was good to go, but it's like the literally the day before I was going to do a podcast with the oldest living woman in, in uh, Winters, wow. Bobby Greenwood. Bobby Greenwood pool at the high school. She taught everybody else. She taught Jesus how to swim. Jeez. This old lady. Maybe and she taught him how to walk on water. I, I think she taught him wrong. He fucked up. I was like, <laughs> Bobby, you screwed up, dude. He's doing it wrong. But right beforehand, it was just no go. We couldn't go and do that anymore. So now I just do phone interviews and well, we have get a, it going. Uh, there's a great guy in this community. His name's Jack Graff. Um, Marine Corps captain. Fought in uh, Vietnam and in Korea. Mm-hmm. I used to go to his house and be able to give him haircuts before this pandemic. And his family's, you know, obviously he's an extremely old man, mm-hmm. probably pushing 90. So, you know, they have their concerns. And I understand. Yeah. But so that's, a, a, here's another thing. It's all about what you're comfortable with, right? Like, it's should it be all right to choose? See, listen, I don't want to die alone. Look, if, I have, if I'm 75 years old and I'm in this danger zone, right? Mm-hmm. I have a couple pro- thought processes. One, if I haven't met you by 75, I don't give a f- about meeting you. You know what I mean? You know, like, you're my third grandkid for my 18th cousin. and Okay, that's cool. Yeah, whatever. You know, if I'm 75, I'm, I'm, I'm cool. I've lived my life. I've done all the things I wanted to do. I'm happy with, you know, my kids. I love them all. I mean, there's no reason to live forever. You're not going to live forever anyways, right? Mm. So come over and give me a damn haircut. Let's talk about the Marine Corps. You know what I mean? Let's talk about me being 109 years old, living in winters and, you know, you know, slapping the mare around when he was a little punk kid trying to steal my prunes out of my tree. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Whatever, like... These old guys... Still my goddamn prunes out yeah, of my tree. <laughs> these old folks don't need to be dying alone. No. That's some bullshit. I, I mean, we can't go see our grandmothers. We can't go to their funerals. We can't comfort them in their last hours. Why? Because they have a cold? Like, old people die. It's it's, it's not going to go... It's not, That's not going to stop just because we wear masks and quarantine healthy people and keep everyone away from elderly people. That's just... That's no way to, like, I can guarantee you, if you ask an elderly pe- person if they wanted to die alone or surrounded by their family. Family. Know, it's quality of life. Yeah. And the little Johnny comes over and, and hugs on him and loves him and sneezes on him and, you know, like, oh, I mean, no one gets to live forever. I went and saw my grandparents the other day, just, like, gave them elbows, like, we had, like, dinner, but just, right. just to see them, you could tell, they just want to see somebody, interact with them. I went, I went golfing the other day, this old man came up and chatted with uh, me and the girl I'm dating. And you can just tell, like, this is his social life. He goes to Davis three days a week, Woodland four days a week, and we're just, he just wants to talk to people. That's his social outing, and it comes to a quality of life. Like, if you, like, okay, I'm safe, but I'm miserable. Like, what, what's that, that trade-off? So I, I wanted to ask you as well, like, what do you think the trade-off has been? Like, yes, I guess we're safe and home. Know, we don't, don't get it, but, like, the, 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 the mental fatigue, the, 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 punch of the fuck gut of like our overall happiness as a society when we're just not only hating one another we're stuck inside we're fed bullshit news that i mean I, i've been like the past couple weeks i've just wiped my hands clean of all politics like i don't want it, 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 to i don't I, it's just it's disgusting and people are they're turning on one another they're it, yeah. there's so much hate it's rampant it's cr- it, is it all covid never, that started we've never it? Like, seen the division like this i, I don't know who knows man Maybe this I'm has sure been brewing, and this is just the this chance to the like chance to. And the, like I said, like one side gets to pick like what's virtuous to them, the other side gets to say F- you. No, you're going to be doing this. You know, like and who's now there's a power struggle with the presidency, yeah. the Senate, and the Congress. You know, like 
So who knows exactly why? It's all like has this has this been brewing? Has Trump was Trump the only one to bring it out? And it and even him when people say I hate him, like so him as a person caused you to hate as much or more than him or what you claim to be against him well, for. Well, 150 million people voted, right? So you have 74 million, you know, average voting. So we're hundreds of thousands of votes difference, right? Mm -hmm. So when when it's this close, and the polls lied to us, right? Because they said Biden was going to win by 10%, blah, 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 right? But it was a really down to the wire. It was really like a line drawn in the sand. You pick blue or the red which one are you you know which pillar are you gonna swallow and which ones are you gonna <laughs> right so the more people has voted than ever before and we're divided right down the middle so you know it, it's this has been coming and this was about election this is this is about you know a side you wanted to pick and it's so that's so if 150,000 or 150 million people voted that means 150 million plus didn't vote, right? Mm -hmm. So only less than half of America is voting, right? But I don't know, man. Like, it seems so easy. It seems so easy to divide us. It, it just seems. It's too, like, uh, it was too easy. I want to say, like, social media and that also play. I think that's social been a long media. time coming and poisoning who we are and being. Like, Mike Tyson said it best. Social media has gotten us way too comfortable with saying something and not getting punched in the face for it you could you can bully somebody you can say heinous racist awful things to somebody and face zero consequences and how we don't even stop to think about how is this going to affect somebody else like i'm sure you've said things possibly I mean, you regret from like nebraska and these, these like seriously old ladies from nebraska these old dudes from montana and they're like Super against the fact that I'm opened up and f you, you're gonna kill people and I hope your children die. I hope your and children I, die. And how you're ruining our country, you know, like you're 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 spreading disease throughout the community. So then I look up their name and I'm like, this guy lives in fucking dumb f Nebraska. Doesn't even fucking. I don't. Why are you part of the Vacaville group in mm -hmm. the first place? And did you really just? I mean, is that all you got going for you? Is that? You, you jumped on, you latched onto a barber oh. in Vacaville. Follow the, the, the Winters homepage. I don't follow it, but it's it's just a bunch of community members that have nothing better to do but bitch and complain about oh, this yeah. smallest little. Why isn't there a crosswalk closer to Berryass, uh, like sporting goods or some yeah, shit? Like, yeah. go to the f crosswalk, walk I mean, around uh, by the roundabout. Small town bickering. But here's the thing everyone has a platform. Everyone That's true. has a f platform. We have a podcast, we have a platform, we have a social media, we have Instagram, we have Facebook. So we can all regurgitate whatever we feel is right. And and maybe that's what's divided us. This whole social media that's supposed to bring us together has really torn us apart. There's been net positives, I'd say, with it. But overall, what it's turned into, I think, is some evil, truly evil yeah. shit in terms of like, like one and bad about, comment could ruin somebody's day. What about the access that everyone has to everything? Like, our children have instant access to anything they want. They don't have to ask us adults our opinions anymore. They don't have to ask their family or learn their family values. They don't have to learn their family's, you know, religious background or cultural background or anything because they have instant access and they can see what they want and what they don't want. Mm -hmm. And everything that they want is a lie. And everything that they don't want is because it's, it's, you got to work for it. 
There, it's no one wants to work for it. Material things are so... It's like, oh, I want that because I can visualize it rather than, say, a career to pursue or something intangible I mean, that you want to get. I mean, look at this district attorney in Contra Costa. You know? I haven't heard about she's, that. She's a black lady. She's the head district attorney of Contra Costa. And she says, well, when, when you guys are starting to... When, when she's talking about law enforcement. When you're writing your reports and you're thinking about prosecuting these people and bringing charges on them... You must think that we, I want you to bear in mind if they needed what they stole and rioted for and looted. Like that's that's you have the head law enforcement personnel that, uh, in charge of every like whether you're going to go to jail or not. Now saying like, hey, well maybe they needed what they rioted and looted for. Like How'd that, that resonate with you? Like, do you agree? As with I said, couldn't believe it. Like, like we're gonna so. If I needed these microphones and I don't, and you know, like, because I, I don't have my own microphones, I could just jack you and that's don't do, cool. Don't do that. That's bad. <laughs> yeah, like, it resonates like, like we're giving everyone an excuse to do whatever they want and there's no consequences. And that's, again, we're going back to the whole no consequences. If there's no consequences, then it's a free-for-all. I had a buddy, he was living in, like, SoCal, like, in L.A. He worked for Sony and he came back home to Stanislaus because he was in Santa Monica. Nice place. He'd see celebrities from time to time. But now it is just flooded with homeless people, and there's cops just on the side. They're told, stand down. People are looting, breaking windows, and just causing a ruckus. It's anarchy. And he's like, why am I going to stay here, spend $5,000 a month, re crazy rent, the same cost for the like, the quality of life is just, oh, and that's or quality why, of living, I should say. That's why these major cities are, are ghost towns now. When we go to San Francisco, I don't the homeless have overtook it, you yeah. know? Um, the needles, they, they outlaw freaking straws, but if you open the storm drains, it's full of freaking heroin needles. Hell yeah. And I've I seen mean, like, well, like, even before all this, I remember there's shit down there. Is human just... everywhere. Yeah. It smells like shit. Like no one wants to go to Pier 39 anymore. It stinks. You know? I used to love that place, man. I go to the, I went, I drove by the CHP office on my way to my, my, uh, state, you know, hearing. Mm -hmm. Um, and... Right next door to the CHP office where I used to work, there's a homeless encampment, a full homeless encampment. Like it's a, just a community. Just of, a community, like, and then and then you know the CHP guys are pulling right out of the freaking office, and it's like you know like oh hey guys yeah like oh, they must have been told at some point to leave them alone. Mm -hmm. you know, what like, what are you supposed to do? Like my buddy's SFPD, uh, SFPD pretty much said like yeah you can arrest these guys that are camped out on the, on the sidewalk. Nothing's gonna happen. They're they're not gonna pay no fees. You're gonna lock them up maybe for a night. They cut. They're back out the next day. Like it's yeah. just a waste of money, a waste well, of time. It's a waste of money, time. And they almost passed that no bail rule where I think it was like Prop 25 where they were trying to get like it illegal like, because bail was racist, right? So mm -hmm. Because I'm a poor Latino man yes, you and you're a wealthy just white guy, middle class white guy, you get to bail, but I don't have dare. I dare you. So There's no common sense. Like it's it's like if we're truly equal, well, listen, like we why does it all be so? He's a dumbass, right? Let's let's re let's pretend for a, one second we recall him, and he put himself back on the ballot. Guess who's gonna win the election? Governor Newsom's gonna win. Really? I'll bet a million bucks on it, bro. Why so? This state is this state has gone too far. People hate California. People, like it, it's it, I think it's renowned. One of those hated states. Maybe they're like, you know what? Let's just. Keep this guy here and let him destroy it all the way down to the bare bones. Because that's what he's doing. That guy doesn't give two fucks about us. Here's my prediction. Let's say Bud wins. 
Kamala is going to take his spot in six months. Easy. Once he, has, like, kills over. Yeah, the guy has dementia, oncoming Alzheimer's or whatever. Yeah, for sure. Guy. He's a mess. Um, you know, I don't like the man, but I have empathy because my, you know, my adopted father, that's how he passed away, was Alzheimer's and dementia. Mm -hmm. And I'm looking at this guy, I'm like, this guy has the same s*** on him, right? So, Joe Biden's president for six months, does whatever he's told. Kamala comes into power. Like, the, the only Democrat in the freaking... The runoff that didn't get less than one percent of the Democratic vote, but somehow she's president now because. To say I want you to be my vice president because you are a black woman. To say I want a black female as it's I mean, not off of merit. She, I mean, she, I'm she, sure she has the been off of accolades. Merit. She dated Willie Brown to get the DA position in San Francisco. She followed know. Gavin Newsom to the freaking to the governor's house. Like these people are are California's state. I mean, all of our politicians are dumbasses. Nancy Pelosi gets to go have her hair done. Freaking Newsom. Is this a, hey, that was a setup. Oh, that was, that was yeah, a goddamn setup. Was set up. Yeah. But so, but you know who's to blame for that? It's not Gavin Newsom who's to blame. It's not Nancy Pelosi. It's not freaking Kamala Harris. It's not even Diane Feinstein or Barbara Boxer or whoever wants our Garamendi here in our own towns, right? It's these damn Californians that keep on voting for them over and over and over, right? And these these so-called good Californians that want to like leave because oh, we're sick of the restrictions, we're sick of the, the rules, this, you know, this state is so anti-guns and whatever, right? Then they move to these awesome states like Oregon. They move to these other states, you know, and then they vote in the same exact freaking laws. You know, like, why do you think the people in Ohio or Idaho and Tennessee don't want us there? Because they know that Californians are freaking stupid and we're going to go take their red state and make it blue because it makes us feel better. I visited my buddy in Boise and there's plenty of bumper stickers that made it. It's abundantly clear Californians are not wanted. They're not wanted anywhere. They're not wanted, but and then, it sucks. And they make the prices raise everywhere. I mean, Idaho used to be. We're refugees. Know, yeah. God damn it. But we're dumb refugees, like I said. We're so dumb that we're fleeing these these things only to go vote for them in other states and ruin those states. Why do you think I mean, Texas that is we, almost blue. That's wild. Because of, that's, because never of all think. the California idiots. Why do you think that the mindset is know. such? Like, why, why Part is of me it? thinks, like, okay, good. Good. I'm, I'm glad Gavin Newsom's in charge because all he can do is keep the pendulum keep on going to the left, mm -hmm. right? I thought at some point the pendulum was all the way to the left, but apparently it's not. We still got a little bit more room to go, right? But only until we hurt this, hit this certain ceiling where the pendulum can't go any more left, will the left be like, oh fuck, we went too far. Mm -hmm. And then our only our only direction is to go back. I mean, that's the only thing I, I can daydream about. And I don't for. even. I don't even. I can't even pretend to. Uh, pretend to know that I know enough about like politics or the way it's swinging and how it's going. I I know that sticking my head in the sand like an ostrich isn't going to help and he'd be more informed. But just I, I just from the outside looking in objectively, it's just I don't like what I see. I don't what like the What if the city of Winters decided not to listen to these I was honestly thinking to keep our small business, to keep this town alive, to keep us alive, we what need, there needs Zeddy to be Eddie's actually decided, you know what? We are going to allow it's cold out. We're going to allow a couple people to sit inside of our coffee house and have coffee and we're not going to let anyone bother them and what if the city police were like you know what 
they're free citizens. They know the risk. Mm-hmm. We're going to leave them alone. And what if the city manager and the city you know, code enforcers were like, you know what? These are grown-ass adults. They can figure it out. And what if the school board decided, you know what? Our kids need to learn it. It's more detrimental. There's more suicide. There's more mental health issues. There's more risk of keeping our kids at home. More child abuse. You name it, right? Yes. Yeah. Let's give their kids a safe place to come back to school. And let's just get back. What if they did that? Who's going to stop them? I'd want to say the, the the fallout of the lockdown and all of its implications, all the restrictions, has been far more detrimental than Corona could ever have dreamed of. In terms of, like, it's killing people, but, no but what's happening to no our psyche? No one wants to stop it. No one, Mel and freaking Carla over there, they're, I mean, you know, like, the Turkovich family, like, Carbonis, the, the you know, Buckhorn, all these, everyone's just like, oh, okay. Oh, okay. You know, like... Are they just okay. scared they're gonna get shut down and get their license suspended? I mean, I mean, the the city license costs what ninety eight dollars a year. Mm-hmm. So you're gonna threaten me with a ninety eight dollar piece of paper? I could transfer it over to my grandson, and then when that grandson's name goes to shit, I can transfer it to my next grandson. Just keep, just keep, yeah, pumping, them just keep pumping them out. Keep pumping them out, Juan. What if we just stopped letting the government telling us tell us what? unconstitutional things to do and took it into our own hands and said, hey, you're paid to govern. You need to fix our roads. You need to keep our lights on. You need to make decisions about bridges and fucking the tree lighting mm-hmm. and govern. Well, we're not going to have our fucking... Govern. Uh, you don't have to tell us what to do. We paid our fees. Yeah. We've met our regu- rules and regulations. Let us stay open and provide for our families and provide somewhere safe and somewhere good for the community to go to. What if... but but everyone talks so you know I've been this stand your ground kind of bastard on social media and everywhere and I swear 100 people a day are like hey Juan we support you so fully don't close please don't close Mm -hmm. blah 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 like you know like if I owned my own business I would stay open too blah 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 oh man small businessman small businessman man whatever you're doing is great it's awesome thank you so much blah 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 right Mm -hmm. I'm like cool are you gonna stay open no Maybe next pandemic. Oh, yeah. But, uh, it's like, dude, I mean, I'm, I'm grateful for the support. I really am. I really love our community. I love all the supporters. I, I truly do. But I wish I met more people with some balls. I wish I <laughs> met. You. I wish I wish I could give these businesses to Marines that didn't give a fuck. Mm-hmm. I wish I could give them to well-armed citizens that that would not allow. I wish, I wish the police department would back these citizens i wish the, all the agencies around would back the citizens and just not allow this to go on any further you think that would cause discourse if the police said you know what like fuck government that we're supposed to uphold these these laws no, and because, all the, like because you, they swore did they, they didn't swear an oath to governor newsom they didn't swear an oath to ron rowlett they didn't swear an oath to the chief of police they swore an oath to the constitution and the California Constitution is clear. I, I believe, honestly, it's clearer than the, the National Constitution as far as small businesses are concerned. Because in the, the National Constitution, you have the right to, you know, life, liberty, and pursuit of happiness, right? Right. And so then you can interpret it. Okay. Well, I've heard that before. Right. Well, raising my raising my family and keeping my shop open creates my happiness, so I have a right to it, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Cool. Right. But then you got to go to all these legalities, blah blah. Well, the California Constitution. Says you have the right to life, liberty, pursuit of happiness, as well as assets. 
It says it's so what does that mean? What does that well, mean? Like your all your property? Yeah, your property. You're allowed to obtain and hold on to assets and property and and wages. Mm-hmm. So all these officers need to remember that they swore an oath to the Constitution. They sit, swore the same oath that we all swore, and it's not to a person. It's not to a governor. It's not to the city party. They didn't swear an oath to that. They swore an oath to their constituents who fallen under the Constitution of California. And that's the crazy thing. It's like, you know, like, and, but everyone's just falling in line. Like, I'm the mayor of Winters, and I'm like, hey, you guys need to go enforce those rules. Like, what rules? What laws? What if the police department said that? Like, hey, I'm the mayor of Winters, and I, I saw someone over a city, and he's sitting inside not wearing a mask. You guys need to go do something about it. I'm like, okay, what do you propose that I do about it, Mr. Mayor? Well, you need to enforce the laws. What laws, Mr. Mayor? Arrest them for not, like... Well, they're not in compliance with uh, a mandate. Okay, what is the mandate? Where's the enforcement power for that? We don't have it? Oh, okay, well, then we're not going to do it, Mr. Mayor. Sorry. Like, have they enforced, like, like a, a version of pandemic martial law that states, like, this is going to happen? Well, I, I haven't paid attention. They, they have. They, they gave the governor 60 days of emergency powers, right? Right. Those 60 days were up, what, March, April? Like, it's called May 1st. Mm-hmm. And that's why he lost his court battle was because he's overreached. He's overreached because after your emergency powers are, are exhausted, they give you a time limit. It's clearly cut out. Then you have to go to the legislators and ask an assembly of legislators, which California has like, what, 253 legislators? I don't, I don't know Jesus. exactly. That. But it's a lot. There's a big assembly. There's a lot mm-hmm. of California QC. So then ask, ask them, okay, hey, guys, I think that there should be a law in place for masks. What do you think? And let's vote it into law. If they would have done that and voted into law, then really I, I have no foot to stand on. Mm-hmm. But they haven't. They haven't voted any of this into law. It's all still mandates and guidelines. You know what I mean? Do you think that the uh, cajones it took to like stand up? Because it just it didn't seem like you're kind of phased by it. it. Was just this is who I am. Like staying open. Uh, how much of that do you contribute to the Marine Corps versus like how much that's already part of you? Or did the Marines and just your your service? Kind no, of bring that I out, think like... the Marines got lucky in me. I'm a stubborn asshole. <laughs> so they just honed my stubbornness and helped me learn how to, like, focus that stubbornness into getting stuff done. You know, they gave me the discipline I absolutely needed. I owe 100% of who I am as an adult. Um, the good version of me. When did you it realize comes, that? comes from the Marine When Corps. did that, like, kind of, like, that, that switch flip? Okay, I don't need to be a head. I can turn this, I guess, aspect of who I am, my stubbornness, into positive energy the second i walked into the recruiting office you when, felt recru- it. when the recruiter said what the fuck are you doing in my office with an earring on get the fuck out with a what it, you had an earring. earring i had I had two earrings and one up top right <laughs> oh. and he's like get the fuck out of here and so i literally didn't even get to say a word and this guy and you know you think as a kid like oh they want me right there yeah they need to make numbers but the marine corps tactic has a uh, recruiting has a great tactic where they feel like they, they make you feel like they don't want you and they don't need you, right? And maybe they really don't need me, right? But I needed the Marine Corps way more than the Marine Corps needed me, I'll tell you that. So just that 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 natural stubbornness in me was like, oh sh, you know, like I'm gonna go out, I'm gonna come back in. So I come back in and at the door and he's like, What do you want? Like the same day? Yes, yeah, you just took off your earrings. Like, I went outside, took off my earrings, and tried to go back in the door, right? So what do you want? I'm like, oh, I want to be a Marine. He's like, no, you don't. Get the f*** out of here. Go talk to the Army and the Navy. And come talk, come talk to me when you, when, you know, when you realize you don't, you know, like, he's like, you won't make it. And so this reverse psychology worked for me, right? Like, again, 
the Marine Corps is looking for a certain type of male. They're looking for a certain type of stubborn person that that can dig deep and, and charge on and that their skin is not so soft and thin that they're gonna be easily scared away, right? Mm -hmm. And so, you know, being a group home kid and, you know, I already had that in me, right? So, and I, I think that that recruiter might even saw it the very first second with the way my eyes turned angry or whatever. And he's like, and so I'm like, no, I want to be a Marine. Like, like he's like, no, you don't. Like, I want to be a Marine. You know, so I stood my ground. He's like, okay, come on, let's go and talk. You so know? he tested you. So he, he yeah, tested it was a you. Test. And so yeah. the second, the second that he did that, I knew, like, I, I have to be. Now it's not even about wanting to be. It's like I have to. I have to prove it to him. I have to prove it to my brothers. I have to prove it to this family. I have to prove it for my future kids. So did your older brother influence you? Like, did he absolutely. join before you? Yeah, my brothers both joined before me. I had two brothers in the Marine Corps. Okay. Um, they weren't hardcore killers like me. They were just like one guy was a gen engine mechanic, and the other what guy a pussy. Just, yeah, he's a pussy. <laughs> and the other one is uh, my brother Joe, my best friend. He uh, he was a unit diary, and then he went on to go Marine Corps security guard at the embassies. So another pussy. <laughs> no, they both probably kicked my ass. But I. That's like really, so only one third of the Marine Corps is in the infantry. Mm -hmm. The rest is support, right? What's like, oh, it's a pogue. My, my buddy Yvonne always says, I'm oh, pogue. So oh, infantry, infantry, uh... infantry guys are called grunts. Mm -hmm. And pogues are person other than grunts. <laughs> so like, so like when you're a, when you're a grunt, everything is the, everything you do surrounds around making fun of pogues. Right. So then you make fun of your other fellow Marines. Like, oh, like he sees you with Skittles in your hand, right? Like, what do you got them? Some pogey bait? Like, oh, is that some pogey ass? That's some pogue ass boots you got. Is it just and to get was, them to like influence and be grunts, or just it's is that no, just the way it's the, the, the pecking order? We put ourselves above them, not necessarily because we are, because they're gonna always come back and sh us. like, yeah, well, to be a grunt, you only have to have like a, a thirty-one. Enjoy eating your crayons. Yeah, yeah, exactly. What right? was your favorite color crayon to eat? I didn't get it. that was a thing before before or after my time. Oh, really? Just yeah, the razors yeah. are so. Yeah, that was a, like it's like probably like the last ten years I've heard this crayon thing. I'm like, oh, that's pretty interesting. It's just a funny little. Yeah, before I mean, they would call it jarheads and bullet sponges. And did you see Jarhead? Yeah, good that movie. was a solid movie. Good movie. Loved it. it kind of, I don't know when I went in. I remember going in to see and expecting this action thriller, but it kind of like, what is this? Some realistic bullshit? Yeah, and they're sitting yeah. around w watching Air Force just bomb everything, and then they try to get one shot. Then, yeah, I mean that's real, that was more real life. Desert Storm. Where, what was there a conflict going on when you were enlisted? Yeah, I, w I was in when 9/11 happened. No sh. So and then I was stationed in the middle uh, in the Middle East for a year. And what was that experience like? It was it was great. It's probably the best time of my life. I love the best it. time of your life in I war. I mean, you don't like to you don't want to join and not and not do what you're trained to do. I mean, a lot of people were like, oh, you know, but young Marines are, they want to be tested. They want to be tried. You know what I mean? Is that and like the training that make like instills? Because like, for me, it's like I'd be afraid to die, right? But it's like you can be trained all this way, but if you don't go out, I'd be like, oh man, you dodged a bullet, but you guys want to go over there. You want to go yeah, test your, your, your yeah. valor, yeah? I mean, I hope no Marine wants to die, right? That's not right. Done. But I will tell you something, like, whether it was law enforcement or the Marine Corps, I always had this romantic thought of, of, of sacrifice, you know what I mean? And... I mean, I didn't die, right? I didn't die mm -hmm. as a cop. I didn't die as a Marine. But I always, I always have the utmost respect for those who laid down their lives for, for the freedoms of others. And I feel like it makes them larger than, because it's something bigger than you mm -hmm. when you sacrifice like that. And so every man 
and every woman who dies serving their country, serving their community, serving their state, in some sort of first responder, I feel it deserves a medal of honor. Absolutely. You know, because like, because th that's the most honorable thing you can do is is lay down your life for your brothers and for the people who don't even know you. I can't and even like cut the that. that. You know they on us every day and they spin on it, spin on us, whatever. These poor cops. I mean, if you see these cops on the on the on the front lines, they're, oh, they're battered. Screaming, yell that bricks thrown at them. Fuck, you know. It's very. It, it disgusts me to see. Like a video, like a cop's opening up his door and somebody tosses like the top of a trash can and knocks him out. Like oh, and yeah, people are that. cheering that on. It's just people are cheering. I mean, people cheering. are cheering. Like <clears throat> these same people that want us to stay home and wear a f***ing mask because their grandmothers, their grandmothers susceptible to this disease over in New Jersey. They're the same people that are going to these Trump rallies and as these old elderly people are walking to their cars, they attack fucking them. cold cock them and knock out your, these people's grandmothers, right? So f f that, you know what I mean? Like, I hope no one But we can't it. make that same, it's just how we don't want people to judge every cop based off of one. There's only a, pe a couple of these heads that are doing this giving, I'm sure the majority of people that are like on the left or maybe anti-cop possibly they're not gonna want the death of them they want better cops they want better trained it's like it's I mean, it can't I, I just i don't want to be a hypocrite thinking that like not one of them represents well, all if of you them. if you took it literally like defund the police if you took that literally okay i can't fine, get down with that fine let's let's defund them let's take some of the money and send it to social workers and those social workers can talk down the bad guys somehow, some way, I guess. I, right? So I'm, let's defund the police. But that's not what these people, kids are calling for. No. When they spray paint, all cops are bastards and all cops should die. That That's 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 beyond, yeah. oh, like, hey, I just feel some sort of way. I just feel there should be more social justice in this world, right? That's beyond that. Mm -hmm. You've gone beyond that. So if, if you've spray painted that anywhere, if you've had that on your fucking Instagram page, if you then then... I don't think you deserve the services that are given. No, you, you, you don't deserve the You know what? Next time you need a fucking cop, you better not dial 911. You better handle business. Go, look, go buy a gun. Go get some training. Even though you're against guns, I guess, right? Of course. You're on the left, right? But, <laughs> and that's another thing. Gun sales have gone up like 5 million percent. Really? In the last, since COVID. I think they said 79% um, of uh, gun sales were from Democrats. Because, like, all of a sudden they're realizing, like, oh, shit, Shared. we're talking to talk. Yeah, like, oh. I've even had some of my friends on the left, like, hey, which gun should I buy? Like, oh, all of a sudden, now you want to I'll give you a slingshot. How about that? Uh, yeah. My buddy told me that the blue line flag is actually representative of every fallen cop. It's supposed to be a memorial um, symbol. Not, it, but people are seeing it as, okay, this is police versus, like, Pro police killing black people, and that's all it stands that's, for. That's, but it's, it kind of it's, it sickens me. 100% tr not true. The thin blue line flag has been around since I was a cop. So I was what 2003, 2004. I thought it was like re no. a recent no, like, it's thing. No, been around forever. And everyone knows that the thin, the th even like when the 9/11, when those buildings collapsed, what did they exchange those for? They had two big blue lights going up in the sky because all those cops and all those firemen sacrificed, mm -hmm. right? So that's the thin blue line. It's like the idea is that that if you took the entire number of of cops versus the entire number of citizens in this country, it's a small, minute amount. It's not a lot. Mm -hmm. Like people, I mean, even the city of Vacaville. The city of Vacaville maybe maybe has 
200 cops. Let's just be let's just be a little bit generous and say 200 cops, right? Wow. And there's 120,000 people in the city of Vacaville, right? So you want them to hold a line. I mean, that's a thin line to hold. And and sometimes you can only hold lines with force, right? And that's why they have non-lethal force. They have tear gas. They have rubber bullets. They have shields. They have, you know, batons. They have all this stuff, right? Because they have to hold that line. We ping them. Well, you and I are paying them to hold the line and keep these evil people from coming to our businesses and destroying them, mm-hmm. from coming to our gun shops and stealing these weapons, from coming um, to these rallies and keeping everyone's First Amendment rights safe, right? We're paying these 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 guys and girls to do it. And we have this high expectation that they'll, they're going to do it. And we have even a, now an absurd expectation that they can do it with Jedi mind tricks and not use any force or violence. No, they need it's once people see the the shield and the armor, they think, okay, this is we're in a dystopia now. Like this, like the cops are looking, they're fascists. Yeah, they're looking like for they're, a fight. They're looking for it, and I just it we're by wheat now, not wheat. It's the narrative is they're dehumanizing cops to be these like fanged, vicious killers that all they want is is anarchy. And like, I'm sure there are cops like that, but there's like you said about barbers, there's people in every group and we can't like sit there and judge the whole by like these few like right. I, like there's cops i'm sure like pissed off that this one asshole from minnesota gave all I mean, like now are, they're all going there through are definitely it. bad cops and then there's bad training and then there's bad administrators and then there's bad um you know there's there's probably even some cops that are like hey look we've been doing it like this since 1973 when i joined the department why i don't think what see why things didn't change mm-hmm. well come on like things change Absolutely. People change, society changes. Let's let's get some good training in there. Let's let's instead of defunding the police, let's fund the police and let's get them some great training. Let's get them some great tools. Let's get them some more great non-lethal weapons. Let's get them more dogs. Let's get them more robots. Let's get them more, mm-hmm. you know, like give them assets and things that they can use that won't that don't necessarily involve into death like like finish the situation before people get a chance to also give them some respect again let's let's respect the fact that they're making a decision when a guy points a gun at them they react so it's never the cop cops don't it's hardly it's an impossible job it's It's an an impossible impossible job job. you have to react to what's going on and now they're saying hey wait even longer and like let's actually let's wait till you get shot and killed and then hopefully your partners react. Just send in the you know, uh, report from hell or heaven yeah, or wherever you're at. We'll give you like a nice little funeral. Most people won't show up. It's now, too late. It's too late. Oh, Jesus. Oh, you're yeah. painting the picture one. You know, like, you know, like, we'll, we'll put a little statue that's going to be spray painted with BLM all over it. There's no... Like, what's the incentive to be a cop anymore? Nothing. There is none. Literally nothing. I, like I said, I wouldn't want my kids or your kids to do it. Um, and, and, you know, like I said, I also feel like shame on these departments for not having these guys back. Because they really don't. Cause that's, it's the just, sc- that's the scariest part of, the, of being a cop is your own department's out there headhunting you. You're on your own. You're on your own. There's a, I mean, Oakland PD has 73 internal investigation detectives and, and, and like three or four homicide detectives. Really shows you their priority, right? They're they're hunting they're hunting cops from from within. It's trying to uh, maybe appease the masses and like ease the the scrutiny on them because like the magnifying glasses on them. 
tenfold. Anything you do, anything you say, everything's everything's on. Everybody has their phone up. Everybody's looking to not only. I guarantee you, majority of people don't give a flying about what the cop does. They hope well. They care so they can go viral. So their video will make them famous. I was there and captured it. It's it's a. A selfish yeah, incentive. Yeah, but videos are a good and bad thing, right? So you can have you can have a cop that turns into his body cam and it shows you this guy has a clear and present danger. He had a gun, was pointing at me, and I got him and I killed him first. Mm -hmm. But no one cares about that video. They care is was that cop white and was that bad guy black or brown? If it was truly equal, would that matter? Is it not just yeah, this is a cop I, killing a citizen? Right, right. You never hear you don't there's no rights. What about these white cats that get shot by cops, right? And there I are there's, any, some, yeah. there's white cops that or white people that get sh sh killed by white cops. Mm -hmm. I, I don't know their names, do you? But I know Floyd's name, right? I know all these these guys' name because because of some sort of racial discrepancy that the world is. Uh, I mean, the media is feeding it. It's sexy now. It it's gets sexy. it get it the turns racial meter, divide yeah. is sexy for them. They're selling. It's profitable. It's profitable. These news media agencies are making so much money. I, I was heard heard this on uh, like a TED talk the other day. Whereas the news outlets, they're a business, and when they get uh, X amount of like views, okay, the advertiser is going to pay more. Regardless, okay, so here's our story. The truth doesn't necessarily have to be the truth as long as the money keeps coming in and as long as people keep watching. F the advertisers are going to pay. The more viewers we got, the more money we'll get. And, and so, then think about this too. What if they get caught in a lie? What a scandal! Let's sell the story. They were set up. They were set they up. Were you set know, up. What a scandal! Let's sell the story. Oh yeah, you know, like look, we'll get the conservatives by the crazy now because Pelosi was caught in a. F so let's they're gonna look at it and we're gonna profit just the same that's why I, I'm truly like looking for an objective like news source to say I can talk to you to talk to I would love to talk to like somebody who's like more liberal let's talk to your brother right. I get I want to get both sides of the story and like are just a full spectrum of thoughts and how people feel about things and yeah. it's just I, mean, I don't think there's anything wrong with that I think I think everyone should get everyone's side of the story. Mm -hmm. At least be willing to have a conversation. Right. Where people is like, no, you think this way? Like, uh, so, I see like this kind of world the, where the, two people... The hard part is that everyone wants to paint the story that they hear. Mm -hmm. I mean, it probably... I mean, I would honestly say it probably frustrates a lot of people that I'm not a white man. Because... You're I'm, not? Yeah. God damn it, Because Juan. I'm not... I don't fall in line with... I mean, I have 22-year-old little girls texting me on my primo's instagram page like you sell out you're not a real you know you're not part of our <laughs> you pissed off like, everybody one i'm like you oh so now my lineage it, because i'm a conservative right now my lineage I, I don't get to be proud of being latino i was gonna okay. ask how, what is the what has like, it been like being on the, on the that'd be like they a woman it. trying to take my man card you don't get to take my man card you're not a man mm -hmm. right uh, maybe another man can can take my man card, right? My mom took my little brother's man card at one point. He couldn't, he was little, he couldn't open up a bottle of ketchup at Buckhorn. My mom, she's a, a rancher, like, nice and easy. Whoop. Took it. But I was going to ask, how, how, what has it been like having the national spotlight on you? Having so many people, to like, randomly just say, I want your kids to die. You, you're not a Latino. Like, it's like you've done all the, you've ruined these people's lives for some reason. Yeah, totally. I mean, they spend, I mean, part of me thinks it's awesome that they're spending hours and hours and hours thinking about me. 
gonna be you're like, you're, you're like, oh, you're thinking of Juan. Huh? Thank you. Yes. <laughs> but, no, but um, honestly, it's like, I, there's no rhyme or reason. There's no rhyme or reason. I think that most most people, the reason why they don't want to stand up is they're not willing to take that abuse. Um, if you're not scarier than my Marine Corps drone sucker, then your abuse means zero to me. So for me, it's like, eh, go ahead. That's, no, get, that's it. I've had worse. You want my yeah. kids to die? What about my grandma? Yeah, like, what about, <laughs> you're like, oh, fuck your mom. My mom's already dead, but you want to fuck her? That's weird. Ew. You know, like, yeah. But, like, so people can't get me. You know, like, I've worked the streets. I've worked in jails. I've worked as a Marine. Like, if you can't thrash me harder than those guys, then I, your little 22-year-old opinion doesn't matter to me at all. And there's, like, but, at 22, you're still, like, a baby. I mean, I just turned 30. I still I mean, feel I less of, like, God, a kid. I swear to God, and 16 and 17-year-olds on... On wasting their time on Instagram, and but you know what? I also, I try to just take a step back and be like, these poor kids are bored as fuck. Yeah, they're not at school. They have no little Johnny chasing after them. They have like little Susie that loves them. Like they don't have the social. So all they can do is delve in, and that maybe that's part of the cell. Like let's keep them home and let's keep them interactive. I mean, all these people out there protesting, a ton of more kids, mm-hmm. like little kids that shouldn't be out protesting. I mean, Kenosha, seventy-year-old. Those three people. You That's know? crazy. I mean, like, That's these kids crazy. should be at home if my 16 year old tried to go out and go, right? I'd beat his ass. You know what I mean? But, you know, so, like, part of me is like, these kids are just super bored and I don't care what they say. You know, like, so that's, I think that's a really valuable thing you just said is to put yourself in the shoes of the other. What are the, why, why are they saying this? Why, what is their mindset right now? Not only are they not in school, they, they're Zooming. I needed help after class at school. I needed sports to keep me accountable. I needed the entirety right, of that high school experience. That. They're getting nothing. They're I don't know what I do. Proms. I would lose my mind. So, so these angry little you know girls can, if that's what they needed event whatever i don't care right mm-hmm. i know for a fact none of them are to come to my shop or my house and try anything i know that but i've had big big scary men threaten to come kick my ass I, hey bro you know where my shop is but i already know you're not going to really do it mm-hmm. you're going to be this brave warrior behind a keypad and but you know what so the national spotlight all it's done for me is make my business thrive it's made my logo thrive it's made my say more so so like what about what was the positivity been it's done more good than all public i mean a guy like trump understands this too all publicity is good publicity you want to call juan the mexican barber a racist go ahead Mm -hmm. you know you're just making it relevant you're just making me more relevant i mean you want to say i'm fat go ahead like but you had to sit there and think about that you know i mean because my name and my logo is still relevant in your mouth right (laughs) so the National Spotlight, as as cruddy as it is, it's, it's I couldn't have paid for this kind of media. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's it cost me millions of dollars. You know what I mean? To get, I mean, I'm sending my shirts and hoodies and hats and beanies and stickers and, you know, people are coming from out of state to just come and get a haircut at Primo's. You know, like, so on some level, standing your ground had definitely consequences but some of them were good consequences i would say that for every say like thousands or like just flood of negative comments and whatnot i think just for me like one good comment or somebody saying hey man like i appreciate you well, made my day like that's got to really that's well, got to i will say this too the affirmation's got to be great there's way more positive than there is negative that's good to hear it's easy to focus on the negative yeah and it gets me all charged up and more stubborn which in turn helps me do things right but but there is way more positive. There's way more positive 
stuff coming my way than the negative. What's that been like? How has that made it's you been feel? Awesome. Like I'm yep. getting patches from all over this the nation, coins. You know, I have other barbers from all the way in New York that are very influential guys um, that are hitting me up, asking to talk with me. It's neat. It's that's neat. dope. It's neat. Um, you know, I'm gonna probably run for mayor on the platform that you know, like. Winners are uh, Vacaville. 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 Yeah, I live in Vacaville. You so. get uh, Sherry to help because you're supporting her too, is uh, right? Yeah, yeah. What was her last name? Uh, Mel- Malbert. 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 Yeah, she, she lost. Um, that sucks because she's. Yeah, she oh, lost a good nice guy. Lady. His name's Jason Roberts. Um, great guy, patriot, warrior, mm-hmm. um, Democrat, just like my brother. You know, like I said, um, I, I have no hate for the other party. It's just that, um, it's just like that, the extremists on, on either party is, it's just hard to deal with. Like, there's no more. Like I said, I wish there was moderation. I wish there was bipartisanship. Mm-hmm. We would get a lot more done. But. Um, yeah, so my goal is to run for the mayor position in 2022 against um, Ron Rallette. I think he's a poor leader. I think he's a liar. Um, and I can't stand poor leadership. I can't stand liars. And so whether I win or not, that's that that makes no difference. I'm just going to run. Um, I think that barbers and small shop owners should be considered relevant. Listen, we're, we're the oldest industry in the whole wide world other than prostitution. I was going to say, is yeah. Primo's going to get into it? Like Primo's Pros or something? Hey, I mean, hey, if hey. If you lived in Nevada, Primo Ranch. Get over there. It's the best. Uh, Come on, right next to the Bunny Ranch. Yeah, I should open a shop there first. Different kind of uh, haircut, you know? Yeah, Just yeah. Something real nice. Landscape? Either way. Yeah, yeah. Carpets match the drapes. So so I'm going to get involved in a little bit of politics. You know, like, and, you know the real reason I'm going to do it is because I said I'm going to do it. Mm-hmm. I mean, so it's You've all, gone too far. Yeah, I've said I'm going to do it, so I'm going to do it. Um, if I win, I win. If I lose, I lose. If I win, I promise you that I'm only going to seek one term. I don't want to do multiple terms because I want to be, but my platform is, hey, I want to be in a position where I'm not scared of my next election results. Mm-hmm. Those aren't going to drive me to make good or bad decisions. You know what I mean? I'm doing it right now. I'm doing it right now. And if, if I need to stand up for the community, I will, right? Where Ron Rallette won't because he's so worried about his next election, right? Mm-hmm. So he's unwilling to make hard decisions that are pro- Oh, yeah. pro um, pro small businesses, pro, you know what I mean? And so, you know, I, I feel like marijuana should be uh, totally legal and allowed in that. There's no reason now you're why talking. all these, all this money from taxes that Dixon's getting, that Blaine's getting, there's no reason that goes plenty of men and people that want to smoke marijuana legally. They have enough smoke shops you and glass doors, Jesus Christ. We could bring in. A lot. Tons of money. Shout out to Tons 420 F Street in Davis. Hey, you know it's what? A spot. I, would, I mean, I was a law enforcement officer for a long time, and we dealt with alcohol. I don't think weed's any better or worse than alcohol. I feel like cops should be able to smoke. Yeah, I'm well, I mean, not on the job, but it's like job, in terms of job. like a coping or just a, the hard part about relax. marijuana for law enforcement. Like cops can go and drink their asses off all they want, and they do, in fact. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. And they can be f-ed up and drunk, but at the you know, as long as they know when they have to sober up by and have that blood blood cleared by. Marijuana is a tricky animal because if I smoke weed three days ago, mm-hmm. I'm completely sober, unimpaired, and I get into an altercation, maybe even a shooting. And they take my blood. 
they're gonna find the marijuana in there until they develop a way to like a, a spontaneous like right. this is the day or they can tell right. all right karma date the blood in a way where it's like okay well, he was high this day but not this day. any law enforcement officer to smoke weed mm-hmm. while that, that they're in that career that's unless they do develop something but i mean i'm, I'm down to invest in that it's 2020 damn it let's I mean, let's geez, get there they got they they cured covid and they got a vaccine in less than what a year they can carbon date freaking marijuana. Yeah. Something. Like, just... So, I just think it's between... It's the... Le- I want to say they're evils. It's all in how you use it. And Alcohol, weed. And maybe people just need to weed. chill the f*** out and smoke if, some weed. If... I think if the rioters and then the, like, the the riot police, like, just... Set, all right, put everything down. Everybody sit and f***ing, like, just, Native American form. Pass a giant blunt around and talk about of, family. Like, spraying people with, like, fucking bear spray. Just like CBD, just, just yeah, CBD oil, everyone. I think like what Chill if you, like everybody's like shared a blunt. Like all right, every protester for every cop, go and talk about your family. Talk you know about what, what you how, want. That's how we could fund the police, right? With weed. We could we could fund the police with the millions and millions of dollars we're gonna make in tax revenue off of marijuana. Mm-hmm. Easy, and we could fund the fire departments, and we could fund the social workers that we need, and the low income housing we need to keep the bums off the street. We could do so much with with for and all we would be doing is creating a space where it's already legal i would love uh like program like more like funding the police get programs that like get into these impoverished communities or these ghettos that not only connect the cops with the community but get kids interested in becoming cops so they can protect the community they're from bringing awareness to youth sports and and the importance of having our kids outside and healthy Mm -hmm. right like Let's let's make it even a bigger thing. Let's like make, let's fund free sports for kids so they can get their fat little butts off the, off the the switch and come out and play ball. Switch PS Five baby. Oh Xbox, come on now. Okay, like, hey, but yeah, I guess you can make a career. That's a different. But podcast. you know what I'm saying. You know what I'm saying. I hear you though. Like, for sure. Like. Then we'll have healthier kids and we'll have to less worry about COVID-19. My folks put the kibosh on. I got the N64 on as well. I was getting fatter and fatter. They said, only on weekends, you little f***. Now go outside and play. Go get some scabs on your knees or something. Whatever. So I feel like a platform of of one term, pro-marijuana in the city, um, pro-law enforcement, pro-sports, pro-veterans. I mean... There's no reason why any veteran in the city of Ackerville who owns a small business should be paying a business license fee. Mm-hmm. If the city of Dixon and Wairika and other podunk cities give veterans free business licenses, then why they is do? This, yeah, that's sick. Dixon I love and, and Wairika are like two cities. Winters and Vacaville actually don't, which is kind of disappointing. Like you know, like we're supposed to be a super friendly pro-veteran community, and we're mm-hmm. not even offering. I mean, what is it? It's going to take $98 out of your po- out of the city coffers just to show your support for the what they've done and served. I think we spend money on sillier sh- than yeah. uh, like it not only encourages veterans like all right, hey, if you're say down and out, whatever's going on in life afterwards, we don't right, like right. all the problems there. This right. gives like more purpose. It gives you something to wake up. And it for. shows that the, the veteran community, which is huge in Vacaville, yeah. that you're loyal to them. Mm-hmm. Right? So, there's a lot of things that need to change in the city of Vacaville. I'm not saying I'll I'm gonna change everything but i'd love i'd love a stab at it right get the get the wheel turning a little right. bit and get and like influence people with right right so i think the mayor position is a great position to to, to go for that'd be um, dope we'll see more podcasts in yeah, store i think you did you announce it last time we were on i think so. i think yeah. i was bullshit but now i'm like actually oh now you're <laughs> very good so i announced i accidentally announced my brother's can't see on this one though i mean i could bleep it out if you want or nah, whatever nah.
Joe gets Let it. Let him go with it. Let him go. All right, so we've reached the point of the show. Off the cuff, ten yeah, fucking questions. All right, fucking going off, baby. Uh, we got the holidays coming up. Yep. What's your favorite Thanksgiving dish? Cranberry sauce. Cranberry homemade, sauce. Homemade cranberry sauce. Sauce over like the food over like. I mashed gotta potatoes. have that sauce, or it's not Thanksgiving. So, all right, let, I want let me... you to boil the cranberries, throw in the sugar, stir until they pop, and I want you to refrigerate it and have it ready. For Is me. that like a sweet treat over the pie? Like, so, all right, give me, give me the main dish and then give me a dessert. So let's I've let's never, divide it up. I've never been a mixing guy. You know, how people can like grab a piece of turkey and grab some mashed potatoes and throw it. I do. I'm always I mad. I no. I'm separate. No, I'm not saying I can't. You support eat segregation. Yeah. Segregation. Yeah. <laughs> the only Thanksgiving. Yeah, yeah. Only on the plate. <laughs> so, but, God, I mean, I'm a turkey, dark meat. Mm hmm. Um, definitely stuffing. Definitely cranberry sauce. Definitely gravy. Um, I could do without ham. Ham? Uh, not so much on ham. What yeah. about uh, Hawaiian rolls? No, but I like those other rolls that are heated up that look like Hawaiian rolls. Yeah. Butter those for sure. Absolutely. For sure. Apple pie, pumpkin pie, or must. So like, you're, so you're you're not you're not too picky. Just give you uh, like. Listen, I hated I. I still hate my adopted mother, Evelyn Damaris. If you're there watching me, I'll grow. I hate you. But anyways, <laughs> she knows it. She has uh, that. What, what'd she do? What'd she do? No, I mean we. I haven't lived with her since I was a ten year old kid. Yeah. She kicked me out. Became a group home kid. But I can't stand that woman. But the one thing I'll give Evelyn Damaris is that that woman can cook better than any other person I've ever met on God's good earth. Really? And I've looked far and wide. You just couldn't someone, do it? Because I just don't want to hold on to that, right? She's like, damn But this Jesus. woman made the best Thanksgiving and Christmas dinners on God's good earth. Yams, it haunts you. Yeah, oh, God. What did she Like, you like? know, like, my brother goes up to Sacramento because she moved up to Sacramento, I don't know, a couple years ago. Mm. She doesn't talk to me, whatever. But my little brother, he, go, he shoots up there, and he'll come back. And she'll have all these things that she bakes, pumpkin bread, cranberry bread, zucchini bread. And I'm just like, he's like, hey, I went and visited mom. I'm like, so where is it? What you got for me? What you got? What you got? <laughs> like, don't tell me anything about the visit. Oh. Just, do you have the goods or not? They hook it up? Sometimes Some leftovers? He Sometimes he does. He's pretty stingy. I mean, get, if like, it's that good. I'll get like bar a year or maybe like a zucchini bread or a blueberry muffin once a year, but... Yeah. If you're gonna pick one pie, is it like lemon apple, meringue, apple, apple, apple pie, apple pie, whipped cream on top, ice cream, ice cream, ice cream, whipped cream Very on good. pumpkin pie though. With, oh, for sure. Cherry pie is a yeah. must too though. Cherry Wait, pie during the. Are you a cheesecake guy? No. No. Absolutely. Nope. It's too rich. What? Too rich. It's too rich. Oh, too rich. you gotta have the right one. Like no. crispy little whipped cream on I it. I even went to the cheesecake factory, had a chocolate one, which wasn't bad, but it was still like. It's super. It's like like. Moosey. It assaults the taste buds. Yes. It just I doesn't can't. let up. That got you. Uh, so everything. Thanksgiving. I just I love it. Just getting. I I realize how much more fun Thanksgiving is like when you're just a, a little bit tipsy. You're sitting there. You got to ride home, but you're just you're just ready for it. You're yeah. just eating more than you can. Oh, I love dude. it. It's disrespectful what I do to my belly on those days. It's calories don't count on that day. Who yeah, gives that's a true. That's true. It's good. Yeah. It's the other uh, the. The mascot that we would have had. How do you think America would be I'll the do same? Leftovers too, but I, for some reason, I want someone else to, to prepare the leftover plate. <laughs> you like to be babied a little bit. A little bit. Take yeah. care of me. Yeah, the next three days, I'm like, oh, I can't move from the couch. Can belly. you please get me some leftovers? Did you ever do like Black Friday shopping? Were you ever into no. that? I think I did it one time. Oh, it was miserable. But thank goodness, all the women in my life, they want to go do it on their own. They yes, don't want thank anything God. to do with me. Like, hey, I'll, I'll stay out of your hair, baby. I'll bring them lunch if they want a lunch. I'll freaking. Nice. 
I'll pick up bags and bring them home and then let them fill up the car again. But I'm not about that. It sucks that like people will leave their Thanksgiving early because it's getting sooner and sooner that like the Black Friday deals are right. happening. That people are just forsake. Well, I hear a lot of the big corporations aren't doing that this year because of COVID. Hope not. So is that a silver lining? Deal with it. Um, man, if there is a silver lining, yeah, I if, think if there's a silver lining, if if they're gonna bring Thanksgiving back, then that'd be nice. That's kind of a nice. I'm sad it takes that. But. There's also like a silver lining in terms of like we've we've focused on so much of the shitty that COVID's brought in terms of how people have reacted, but I think some people have gotten better. They've improved on themselves. They've become better people or developed oh, better habits. Sure. I mean, their, their houses are more beautiful and, mm-hmm. you know, they've built pools and they've been bored. And, yeah, there's there's some silver lining there's, to this. Yeah. It's just... I don't want to focus on them, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That sucks. I, I mean, I guess, you know, like, nature or the lakes and stuff haven't taken a few... Oh, well, not our lake. God damn, we we burned down. We didn't even oh, talk yeah. about that. Yeah. But the fires, those were something else. Yeah, shit. I'll blame Newsom for that. Too. So there's a lot of people things to be grateful for this year, though. Still, absolutely, I mean, a lot of people um, did lose their homes in the fire, but there's been a lot of support in the community. There's, um, so. I'm doing that like social media for Posh Place across the street. Yeah, and uh, they had a cat come in that they thought was dead. like this couple went back to their home like three days after their house burned down. And they're looking, just kind of just seeing what's there. And they heard a meow. meow. They find Mama Kitty just kind of burnt, like the paws dehydrated. They took her in. We gave her, I, I, we, the doctors, veterinarians, gave her an IV, antibiotics, saved her ass. So, like, that's just. I'm glad to hear something nice about Posh. Yeah, they're they're Posh and Primo's Barbershop Vagabond are. I know, I know. There's, there's. We have a little, a little. You know, it's, hey. it's all about the parking. Leave it in the past. It, like, leave it in the past. The, you would love them. Like they're, they're good people. No, I'm sure they, they are. I'm sure they are. Yeah. They haven't bothered. Um, they haven't bothered me in a year or so. No, so. they're, they're good. And I, I was even talking to Darcy, the redheaded lady that yeah, came in. Yeah. You guys would get along. She's feisty as. F- you're feisty. Like you guys, both. Lo- she loves Vacaville. Like she's. Like has three boys, a small business owner before. Like you guys would get along. So. You know what? Sometimes those people who are the same, they, that's why they butt head. That they're, I mean, oh, for sure. You know what I mean? Sure. Like because we're just similar people. Yep. So she's not gonna put up with. Shit. I'm definitely not gonna put up with. Shit. Oh, and that's why you guys so, would get along. I, yeah, I maybe eventually we'll we'll mend that fence. And we'll, we'll have beers about it, beer yeah. forty or something like that. Um, all right. So if you could have any exotic animal for a pet, what would it be? An otter. An otter? Those things are so cute. Oh my god, they're they're all in Lake Solano. You could catch yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. They're all. That's a good one. They're cute. They're, uh, just float around your pool. Just like let yeah, them extra. yeah, yeah. That, those things are so cute. You put them on your belly, like they put their babies on yeah, their belly. Yeah, that'd be. F- Spin them around a little bit. Yeah. All clean. You have a pool? I gotta see because I remember no, seeing your posts. My like, girlfriend has. My girlfriend's parents oh. have an awesome pool that we always go to. Nice. That thing's like heaven there. Yeah. Is that the one? Because I I saw one of your posts when the fires were going on. It was super close. No, that was actually my brother-in-law's house. Okay. I went up there and helped them. Um, we kind of emptied their pool and tried to get their their everything soaked. Yeah. Actually, their house was saved. Nice, nice, well, nice. My girlfriend's parents' house lived like a block away in the country area. Too close, man. There, Too it was close. all very close. Very yeah. close. So uh, what 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 smells better? Is it the exhaust on a cold morning coming out of your car while it's warming up or a fresh rain on asphalt? Fresh rain. Fresh rain on the asphalt. Well, I mean, we had was, that today. That was nice. It was nice, wasn't it? Was it was around, what, like 2 o'clock in the afternoon, just started yeah. hitting and Wow. went outside right out here. It was perfect. Yes. It was perfect. It's solid. Um, very good. <laughs> great smells, great smells. If you could cut the hair of any pro athlete in history, <sighs> who would it be? 
Give me like a gladiator, Muhammad Ali, Jesse Owens. Maybe maybe Mike Tyson. You know, I always like. You know what? I, I want to cut Mike Trout's hair. Mike Trout, your Mike boy, Trout. your boy. I'll give you a free Let's haircut go. any day. He would take it. It, it looks yeah. like it'd be a pretty easy cut. He's pretty. Yeah, he good. does that little faux hockey, mohawky thing sometimes. You got it. I'm not, dude. I, I would hook that guy up. Yeah. Some of these, I go to like the A's games and like you know whatever you're allowed to. Have guys. you seen him play uh, when he came yeah, to I've Oakland? Seen, I've seen Mike Trout play, but I look at these some of these guys in the, in the club's haircut. I'm like, you guys are like hundred thousand errors at least. Most of you are millionaires. Yeah. Like, get a damn good haircut. You know? <laughs> like, don't be coming out here on the field looking like ass. They're, they're just trying to like, put I'll on be that the clubhouse guy. Like, just, just give me, like, build me a nice shop in the clubhouse. Give me a decent salary and I'll just cut them. That'd be a dope gig. Yeah. There's a bat boy. Why not have the, like, clubhouse barber? Clubhouse barber, man. That'd be sick. You guys come in. The away team. You know, you can fuck hair up if you want. Hell yeah. This is right down the middle. Sorry. Here's a hat for you. Yeah, but you know what I'm saying? That'd be, I think that'd be a good game. That'd be I mean, sick. I heard Apple and Google have an in, in-house barber. They have, like, I, I was, like, a production assistant for, like, video and audio and all that. I went to the Google headquarters in uh, Mountain View plenty right, of times. Right. They coddle their goddamn employees. Like, not only do they oh, shuttle man. them there, they have a full, like, uh, buffet every day at lunch with yep. all these exotic, like, like, interesting foods. And one day a week, they're supposed to work on their own project or something. But that's not to say, like, there might be evil sh** goes on there. Who knows? Google, yeah, who knows? like, that's about... I, I'll, Monopoly. I'll, I'll take my tinfoil hat off for yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. We'll put it on later. We're yeah. going to do a podcast, just go crazy. Yeah. Um, let's see here. What else? So, yeah, Mike Trout. Excellent. Uh, what's the best dog breed? The price is wrong, bitch. I, I've always loved German Shepherds. Or no, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Oh, wrong, wrong, wrong. That's my girlfriend. They're number two. Okay, okay. They okay. are like number two or three to me. Yeah. My brother just picked up an awesome German Shepherd mm-hmm. named Max. Beautiful, Beautiful dog. dog. Beautiful dog. But no, I'm sorry. I, I meant to say Golden Retriever. I all just right, like how right. friendly and nice and chill they are. They're super smart too. Super like, intelligent. Excellent. They're just a great family dog. Yeah. Um, I'm probably gonna get one. Golden Retriever. Yeah, I'm gonna get a Golden Retriever. So that's a big dog. You have a small dog preference? Maybe a Corgi. Those are my. Those my boys, a little Corgi, nah. Dushin, or uh, or Basset Hound. I like the way the um, bulldog. No, what are they called? Like the Frenchies, the French bulldogs. Yeah, little French bulldogs. Yeah, they look cool. They're, They're cool adorable. Dogs. Yeah, we get like I'll get a call to go in because like hey, like basket of puppies came in. I'll go and get like a video of just these dog, these little pups coming in to get their shots and whatnot. There's a basket of them, and I'm just like, fuck, there are eight of them just running around this room. I'm just. Oh, like perfect. like that's like this is my job. I fucking love it. Yeah, baskets cool. of puppies, dude. It's great. That's cool. That seriously is. Um, all right, all right, all right. Next one. So what is all right? I don't usually like adhering Christmas before Thanksgiving. It's Thanksgiving. God damn it. Give it its love. Then right. put up all your Christmas decorations after. But see, this is the first year I broke that rule. What what have my, you done? My what have you done? My girlfriend wanted to. My girls and my girlfriend, they wanted to decorate, so... You're outnumbered. We did it. You're outnumbered. And you know what? I'm not going to lie. It's it's nice going home to my, this comes to decorations this early. That's nice. It's uh, foreign, but it's nice. There's a... I, I kind of... like I started this mantra. I wanted people to say at the beginning of 2020, I kind of came up with this, like, no rules 2020. If you have ambitions, you have dreams, goals, what have you, do what you got to do to get that. I didn't realize that there literally I mean, be no rules in 2020. I mean, I'm listening to Christmas music on the way to work. Oh, no. Home. Yeah, it's good. It's, like, it's good. What's your go-to Christmas song? This is off, off, Not off the record, but um, supplemental question. Oh, Holy Night's got to be my favorite song. 
There's really cool religious like Christmas music. I, I love religious it. Christmas music. I do. I, I, I like the good the Mariah Carey, the Mike Boulay. Oh my God, Mariah Carey. I like all that kind top. of stuff. Right, they're, they're great, but the the religious stuff is is what hits me. I think a lot of people forget the reason for the season, if you will. Mm-hmm. Um, I like I like that. There's a lot of Christmas things that remind us of that. Uh, the so. uh, movies in particular get me right, in the right. zone. What's your favorite Christmas movie? A Christmas Story. Oh, classic. Ralphie. Ralph, you know, oh, man. F- Over nice. Christmas Vacation with Chevy Chase. Ooh, that's, that's number solid. two. At least number yeah. two. It's a little nipply out. <laughs> I just say nipple? <laughs> Clark grizzled a f- maniac, dude. I love it. I want to oh, be able God. to memorize his rant. Like, oh, that dick, hopeless, dickless, sack of monkey, monkey shit. shit. Yeah, I where's, remember that. Where's the Tylenol? Like, that is probably the best, one of the best rants I've ever heard. I like yeah. when he breaks through the freaking, uh, the ceiling. Yeah, he's just like, go through. Look, it's warm. <laughs> it's just so f- Weird. Uh, what like claymations? Claymations are amazing. Oh, Nightmare, Old, like, Nightmare, Nightmare Before Christmas is awesome. That is a solid movie. Like solid movie. My oh, my man. son's watched that since day one. We've watched that hundreds and hundreds. It never gets old. Is it more of a Halloween or a Christmas movie? For me, it's, it's more so Christmas-y. weird. Yeah, it's gotta be. Like, Christmas you know, just kind of overtakes. We do double it uh, for Halloween too. Why not? Yeah, gets you in the mood. Yeah, the Grinch uh, is a solid one. Uh, do you like the Grim- Jim Carrey Grinch? I actually like. There's a new animation Grinch that just came. Oh, out. you like? I haven't seen That's that one yet. It's actually pretty damn good. It's yeah. Pretty good. Like better than I thought it was gonna be. I'll give it a whirl. Jim I'll Carrey give it a shot. Good. He's I think, so uh, weird. I think he nailed it. I think uh, the guy um, who did Cat in the Hat, Michael Myers. Yeah. He nailed that. Yeah. So, um, so the question, I guess, oh, let me run back to the question. Oh, What's yeah. the coolest Christmas gift you've ever got? Maybe as a lad. Maybe now as a man. Uh, I'm about that. You know what's trust. crazy is that whoa, whoa, whoa. my adopted parents, who I didn't get along with very well, much, um, they made such amazing food and, and so much good things like that, that they didn't really believe in like fast food. Mm-hmm. So for us, when we were real little, like I'm talking about like five to ten years old, fast food was like a once or twice a year thing. Like no joke. It was a treat. Like, yeah. It was a treat among treats. And, and I always remember my godparents with Gail and Glenertel would always give us these little stockings with with these coupons of five dollars oh let's go so we could we would all four of us because there's four of us boys we would hoard these coupons like they're oh it's like the the strip of money right like the five dollars i mean this is back in the 80s and 90s right you rip it out and you give it to the and they would you know it'd be a a dollar's worth of mcdonald's and we would string them i mean it would be august before we were all done with our freaking you know like let's go let's go get some fries let's go get a milkshake one month and Oh, you get One something this month. month and People get that daily now. Oh like it's like, it was such a treat for us, right? Yeah. But really, honestly, going back to Evelyn's food, is she really took care of us. Um, she, she gave us those home-cooked meals every single day, every single meal. I love that. So it, 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 so it was just foreign to us. The fast food was just like a foreign dessert like you never got to have. I love that like you're... Like I hear what you're saying, and it, it you didn't say like a material, like a toy, because for me it was a Nintendo 64. Right. Like just Santa Claus came unclutched. But for you, like it was this, like the food, it was coming together is something you shared with your brothers and sisters of like we got these coupons or it's like the meal right. that brings us together. Which right. I don't know if a lot of people would really well, think so that as a gift. Another thing about Christmas at my, at my parents' house. Um. There's four boys who are all the same age. Mm-hmm. So there's a Korean kid, a black kid, and my real birth brother and I, right? And we're all within 12 months of each other, you know? So we're real close in age. So the pain the ass thing about Christmas was 
we would open gifts, and if Joe opened a, a gray sweater, I knew I was gonna get a gray sweater, and I knew oh, Luke was gonna get a gray sweater, fuck. and I was gonna get a gray sweater. And that if you sucks. opened up a, a box with socks and underwear, I knew I was gonna get socks and underwear. They got us the same, they were like- this, Assholes. They were just big on like, hey, we don't want any of you guys to feel like we love anyone more or less. You know, you're all the same. What a convenient blah, blah, blah. excuse. Right, so we never got like an individual gift. Like, if I got a Ninja Turtle, you got a Ninja Turtle, he got a Ninja Turtle, he got a Ninja Turtle. As long as we, they're all different, if you guys can complete the fucking we the, the trio, we did. quattro. I'll give them that. Let's go. They, just, they completed the, the, the who, who is your guy? Leonardo. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was Leonardo, I was a leader. There you go. But, um, so, so Christmas was like a bore, if you will. <laughs> I mean, it was cool. I mean, I, we were all excited. And then we'd all get like one central gift. I remember one year we got the Nintendo. That's what's right? up. And that Let's was like go. For all of us from Santa, you know, like, oh, cool Nintendo. So we, we would get like a decent gift like that. Um, and our stockings were all awesome because they're always full of candy. Mm-hmm. I mean, we had Let's s- go. super long stockings full of candy and bullshit deck of cards. So the stockings were cool. Okay. Um, Calories don't count on the holidays, baby. Yeah, but, but so I, like I said, even so, and then when I was a group home kid, I didn't get gifts because because I was a group of everyone else was allowed to go home I, I had to stay by myself mm-hmm. um, not to sound like all oh, super sad and whatever but it was holidays were a super lonely thing for me from probably like 10 till I was like 16 17 when I started dating my ex-wife and then so so because of that it made gifting for me awkward like I don't I love giving gifts I'll give a million gifts but when someone gives me a gift I hate it yeah I f-ing hate gifts I hate them um, I appreciate them, and I know that people put thought and stuff in it. But it just—if I, if I could have a perfect Christmas, I would get zero gifts. Really? Yeah, I don't want a gift. Man. Yeah. It's so just, so it's many people just, feel the exact opposite. Like yeah, they're just I don't greedy. Want, as f- I don't want gifts. I want your presence, physical presence there. That's the. I present. want to have a freaking awesome ass meal. I want to watch my kids open gifts and be happy with what they have, and. Um, that's enough for me. Now, um, you know, my girlfriend, she got me like an awesome watch last year. Super cool. Like, I, you know, a, a, a box to put them all in. That's mm-hmm. freaking awesome, right? But, and I love giving her whatever I give her, right? But, but like I said, like, I just feel awkward. I just feel awkward. Like, oh, like. Got to get used to it. If you're going to yeah. give out the gift, you got, if you're going to dish it out, you got to be able to receive it. Yeah, I just got to learn how to receive it better, you know? I hear you, though. That's a good problem to have, I'd say. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right, so if you were to have a charity boxing match with uh, Ooh. Gavin Newsom, Ooh. where would it be? Where, where would you want that fight to take place? Let's do it in Primo's Barbershop and Dixon. Primo's and Dixon? Let's clear, out, let's clear out the floor, put a ring in there. Just have at it. Just have at it. Bro. Does he live? Probably and not. No, just no. <laughs> like, well, he's done, he's done. <laughs> yeah. Just keep counting. God. I, I couldn't only imagine. I, I want like imagine. a UFC. Forget boxing. Let's just do UFC. UFC style. You want to kick him yeah. too? Or just... I want to. I want him to be knocked out before someone jumps in and says, "Stop." This is, a chari- this is for charity. Yeah. No, oh, this is for charity. This is for Juan. And what? What? I don't know what his charity would be, but I would have to. Here's for the uh, um, the officer. The fall yeah, officer. Yeah, the Caput. Charge on. There you go. Yeah. I'll, I'll, Worth it. That sounds good to me. Um, what's the most awkward moment you've had as a barber? Oh, Somebody freak gosh. out on you or something like that. Um, you motherfucker. The next one will kill you. Oh, Actually, it's pretty, pretty... You shot me in the ass. So we have these things called balders. You know, like, actually I can show you. Yeah, yeah. 
so they're balding. They, this is like the final step to balding out your your head, right? And so these balders have their foil. Their foil like That's tops, right? That's kind of a... So their foil and then the blades right here. So these right. blades are really sharp and they run against the foil and they grab your hair and they pull it and cut it super mm -hmm. fast so you don't feel it. It's not like it's painful, mm -hmm. right? So you can, guys can use them on their chin or whatever. But if this foil rips, you're gonna get cut like a lot. So that's like so the, that's the protection, the, the safety. So now, because I made this mistake before, I look at every time I go to foil someone's head, I look. So every haircut, I'm not right when I think. The first thing I do is look, right? And then I look, boom, I good. And you don't have to look hard. It's not like you have to look, you know. But you just look and you can see if something's like the that the dark circles are bigger than they supposed to be. Boom. So I was doing this airman, great guy, named James Hodge. And thank God he was my buddy, right? Um, a client that's turned into a friend, if you will. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's kind of, I wasn't thinking anything. And I saw that there was like a rip in the foil, but so the ones previous to these are not as as good, right? Right. So you could get away with a, using a rip one for like a week maybe, and no big deal, right? They're not gonna cut anyone. You kind of just use the corner if you can remember. But if it slices <laughs> over, no big deal. This one, dude, I went like this, maybe like, cause you use it pretty fast. I probably did it like eight or nine times. He had blood just oh, leaking down. Shit. I was like, oh my gosh, and I looked, and there's blood all, I'm like, oh my, hey, okay, bro, this is a free haircut. You know, I, I uh, what do you say? He's like, oh my gosh, he's like, I thought I felt something, but I wasn't sure. I was just, you know, I was just trying. So to it wasn't it. like in pain, but it like it. No, up. but it left like some. Blood. It looked like a cat just went, you know. Fuck. So. That was pretty embarrassing. It happens. But like I said, thank God it was a guy. He's been back to me hundreds of times since. Hasn't happened since, though. Hasn't happened since. You're good. I'm you're super good. super paranoid about it now. So that was super awkward. Yeah. All right. And now you, lo now you know. Now I know. That's f <laughs> um, All right. So when so when they put you on death row for staying open, uh, what's your last meal going to be? Verduzco. Produsco sounds good. Yeah, right. Lingo, tacos. Lang I haven't had lingo before. Ooh, I'm a carnitas good, guy. I don't. I don't good. like to change from what I know. I but love. But no, I'm. I'm a. I'm an Italian. All right, all right. I'm, what do you got? What do you got? Pietro's number one. I want some that bread. I want some spaghetti. spaghetti. Their bread and a small olive and mushroom pizza. I love mm -hmm. it. Just all of the above. Right. And you gotta have olives and mushrooms because no one likes olives and mushrooms, and that way it's your pizza. You know what I mean? Uh, so, like cocktail. Decide or yeah, like maybe, dessert? Maybe a Guinness or two. Or three. If you're gonna yeah, die, yeah, dude, yeah, go f***ing hard, maybe dude. A six pack. Yeah. Know? Just make sure you're uh, pissing your pants when you're like. Put a diaper on me, you know, like a. Why not? Just put a diaper on me and just do what you gotta do. <laughs> and uh, last one, last one. What's your? Who's your favorite Star Wars character? Good or bad? I don't give a. Hold on, hold on. This could be Mandalorian. Have you been catching up on Mando? Dude, we would. I love that show. I mean, I'm almost like. Like in father love of with little baby Yoda, mm -hmm. he's like my new favorite little thing. Yeah, he is. That guy's awesome. But um, geez, geez, that's a damn good question. Han Solo. Huh? Yeah, dude. Harrison Ford is the go. He's, a, he's the go-to. He's he's the stud. I remember doing a a Zoom class, like I was doing an article for like how preschools are. Um, staying afloat in winters, like so. I asked one of the teachers, "Oh, can I do a Zoom class with you and meet your students? Because they have a Star Wars day." And these kids, like one kid had like a Chewbacca mask on, another kid's picking his nose. Yeah. Like they're just 
And I was like, you guys, my favorite person, not going to lie, Darth Maul, because he had the balls to go up against two Jedi, and he got yeah. one of them. Yeah, yeah. He got cut in half, but that, Yoda, that takes Yoda some bravery. in that fight, too. I don't... Uh, Yoda... No, it was uh, Qui-Gon and Obi-Wan, oh, the first right, one. you're right. I'm thinking about a different one where Yoda... Yoda Yoda's, uh, no, he's a savage, but you, you f*** one time and you just go into exile? You're like, I quit. I can't do it anymore? It's true. Yeah. I, I don't know. We need to do a Star Wars well, podcast. We talked no, about it before. Seriously? Seriously? He's probably the best character out of the new he's series. Great, yeah, 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 yeah. That guy. He's, 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 a, he's a funny dude, like off camera. Yeah, like, he's actually a... Um, and he still remembers what it's like to be a Marine. He's not one of those like asshole guys that is above that. He still, he still like has a lot of respect. recently famous Marine actors. Gene Hackman... Really? Was, yeah, Mr. Oh, that's Rogers sick. was a Marine. I heard like the, the conspiracies that under his yeah, yeah, under full his sleeves. Full sleeves. every kill. I yeah. love Mr. Rogers. Um, there's a bunch more. There's another funny guy who's actually super funny, but he's super liberal. So, God damn him. Yeah. Well, uh, God damn it, Juan. We had it for two hours. I got pissed like a racehorse. I'm not me gonna too. lie, I dude. Me too, man. I was so, like, I mean, don't offer me another beer. I'm gonna go outside, right? Over well, there, already a, got there's bathroom. There's one, yeah, on the side. All right, I think I'll do that. So, but yeah, anything else to say? No, anything else to say, dude? I, I hope uh, we can do this again. Absolutely. Probably in like six months and see when. Maybe, uh, maybe see if I if I beat him or lost or what. You'll be back open. Yeah. You'll be back open. I think well, I, I, I want to stay I'll positive. I'll another piss someone off. So. You got it. Always some good stories. You always do. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. All right, bro. You lose. Good day, sir.